battle's going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> Welcome to Saddle Chat, Season 2, uh, Episode 6, back for another week, um, with the old faithful, we've got everyone here today, uh, Tuesday 4th, 5th, 4th of the 5th, Hayden O'Toole, Eugene Smith, Hope Harkopa, and Ezra Upeli. We're here again. Just off the top as well. Really want you just to go to how.co.nz. Grab yourself a lust, mortal, grim. Grab yourself a feed, potato and lower height. Alternatively, call 0800 666 Huge, what were the options again? Um, five four lower hut yep. and six four potato. That's the one. <laughs> Now nah, double check that because we're certainly wrong. Definitely double check that. Awesome. Let's go around the table early. Get them all right first. Uh, Big Easy, how's your last week been or, or your weekend? Been a goodie? Thanks, Rich. Um, yeah, what's goodie? Yeah, no, it was a goodie. Thank you. Um, yeah, Mahi's um, sort of um, a wee bit quieter now at the moment after a pretty busy couple of months. So that was nice to kind of ease through the week. And then... Um, yeah, big game on the weekend. Obviously, we didn't get the result, but um, yeah, boys um, took a few good things out of um, that, which we'll delve into later on. But um, yeah, it was uh, obviously a big game against um, against North, and they brought it to us on Saturday, and some really good learnings, which um, which will be yeah, I think will benefit us going forward. But otherwise, all in all, um, good week and good to be here. Thank you. Nice and hope yourself. Good week. Good weekend. Yep, good to be back on the chat. Um, wasn't there last week, but no one mentioned it. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she said that on Saturday night, oh. actually. That's real bad from you guys, though. Who hosted it? Hack. Hack. Mm. Yeah, should have been Hack. Mm. Anyway, we pass that now. Um, yeah, good week. Just working. Um, training, rugby on Saturday. Yeah, just a chill one this weekend. Not much going on my front. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eugene Koika Smith, uh, what's happening in your world, my bro? Uh, cheers, Fridgy. Um, yeah, no, it's been busy week, sort of really getting into a bit of coaching now, so most nights are pretty busy with that. Um, but it's good, good Saturday, apart from the results. Um, Saturday night was another doozy, um, celebrating Toops's uh, Blazer game, which was. Yeah, which was good. Good to see, and good to see someone uh, like himself, who's uh, got a lot of history at the club, get that blazer and pretty good affair and a few uh, drinks afterwards, which were nice. Um, also, good seeing a few of the older village, older villagers coming back as well. The guys, uh, the better Marcina Kim was here. Um, Debatable. Lots and Vipunivai and his wife Nadine and Flutes as well. Flutes was hovering around at the game as well, so good to catch up with those guys. So, yeah, good weekend apart from the results, and uh, yeah, nice mate. Thank you. Awesome. 
Good catch up with uh, you, John Lots, and that. They have much to. What's that, sir? Good catch up with uh, Lots and um, Vi and Kimber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Good to have a couple of drinks with them. They're always a lot of fun before they uh, shot off to the Vic or whatever they got up to over there. Caught off guard with the uh, everything left hand rule inside the rugby club. Mm. You did, or? No, them. Yeah, oh, did they? I'm good. I've, I've never been. Oh, because they're, they're, they're the old, old uh, right hand spirits. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a debatable thing, though. I thought that was the rule. Outside of the rugby club, that's the rule. Like, yeah, see, you, I, you never get it right. Yeah. So, heck, you're saying left-hand beer, right-hand spirits? That's what, that's what I thought it was, yeah. yeah. Oh, so did I, um, to be fair. But then, lately, I have just been doing left-hand. Yeah. Fridge has gone rogue. Yeah. He's making rules. He's trying to get with all the young crowd, eh? No, we had this debate about two or three years ago in this rugby club. You were involved. JK mm. was there. Mm. We it does make it easier just doing it, just left-hand yeah. everything. I guess. So it's for a yeah, that simplicity. <laughs> Look, we can change it this weekend. See how it goes. Get the pinky up. Yep. Yeah. Real lazy up. pinkies Very out lazy. <laughs> Very lazy. Yeah. It used to be quiet. Even I do. I don't even yeah. partake in it. <laughs> and the pinky's strong. Yeah. yeah. The, the pinkies used to be really uh, erect back in the day, but now they're kind of bent or non existent. I'm, be, I'm being serious. Heck, uh, how's your pinky? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I don't think I don't think I, I don't think I got it up on Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll yeah, semi, no? semi up. Yeah. I've <laughs> taken your feedback on board is and I'll. <clears throat> I'll bar up next weekend. Yeah, get it up. Are mm. uh, you a week weekend? Oh, <laughs> you get it, mate. Um, um, oh, the, the past week's been a bit of a mixed bag for me. Um, fridge, some ups and downs. Had a, had a great coaching clinic with um, with um, Henry Messina and um, and uh, Henry, Henry's got about and it was great to be like on the other side, you know, being the the student. I suppose I got for some context. I got the I got the Friday night call up. The uh, the pre reserve white had no front rows, so um, strenuous uh, training camp with you two on Friday night. Um, and it was good. You guys are great teachers. Really enjoyed it. Thought I got the hang of it. Was feeling pretty confident. Uh, came down to the club on Saturday morning. Um, just to check everything was all right. We had. The bar and stuff stopped, and um, Brent was here, and he just point blank, "Yeah, we don't need your hack." So my confidence has taken a real hit. <laughs> That's all rough. Yeah, eh? it is rough. Lately, you're good. I think we commented you're like a young Bo Allen out yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. I think so, there was some people at the tennis club said a young Carl Heyman, <laughs> which he's agreed with. Um, so you know, I was actually looking forward to get. I was mentally ready, uh, and then yeah, didn't didn't quite get there. Like I imagine your Friday night, like before you went to bed, you're like, okay, you said to put this foot here, this foot here. Yeah. It's going over yeah, in your yeah. mind. Fine to get that foot back. Yeah. Yeah, Not I'll... great from Brent Little. No. I had my mouth guard already, slept with it on. Yeah. Choking has a dip. Did you ask how the scrums went? Yeah, I think, I think two front rows went down. So oh. they, I think they might have been then. Karma. Yeah. So does that mean you get the call up this week? I don't know. I don't know if I can go back now out of um, yeah, pride. I don't, I don't think you do. Yeah. Pride thing. Boone Bridges. Yep. Yeah. 
so I hovered around the wreck. Um, yeah, some some tough results for the boys and girls. Um, I couldn't even make it to the end of the Premier game. I was too nervous. I had to come back here and get the bar all ready to go. So that was tough. And then, um, yeah, last night at the uh, the committee meeting, Fridge and the team uh, fired me from uh, the chairman role. <laughs> yep, he's done. Is it? <sighs> so, yeah. Big welcome back to Wayne Smith. <laughs> now <clears throat> Wayne is back now, so I didn't even know that. Back some more. Got the old Game of Thrones knife <laughs> on the back. It's the red red wedding. Yeah, all, all over again. Uh, no, it wasn't that bad. Uh, could, could could have packed the front up tonight. You know, a bit of a burst in the last few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, good theory, tonight. Guess on the back of that though, like his little stint. Well, it was three or four months was pretty good mm. for, for a young kid coming through. We went to all those meetings with those old people. Had <laughs> had it done for the club around here. Made some key decisions. There's some, you know, a couple of rough things that he had to go through as well. So mm. done well. How did you find it? Like on the real. Give us your take. Yeah, it was a lot of work, a lot of hours, but but no, I enjoyed it. <laughs> no chewing on the pod yeah, Sorry yeah. It's these bloody Macintosh toffees Yeah It is It's like Christmas time There's, There's one lolly You probably time. wouldn't have For a pod It would be a Macintosh toffee yeah. Oh did you bring any lollies <laughs> <laughs> I'm professional I don't like chewing on it <laughs> It's for now nah, It's been it's good for premium Been good serving <laughs> the club Nice Um before we uh, reflect on a dark day in the village, real tough day for all, all teams, by the netballers. Um, let's just reflect on the, another great Saturday down the club. Mm. Uh, I want to give a real big special shout out to uh, Rochelle and Karen. Three weeks running. Incredible now they, now they've got to do it again on Friday night for, um, oh no, on Saturday. Woman's for gala the gala day. day. Yeah. Oh, true. Which uh, Rochelle was a little bit gutted about, but um, not nah, doing it again. I suggested mac and cheese again, just just in case there's any leftovers and stuff. You know, <laughs> never know. But man, I've done, put in an absolute shift over the last few weeks. So, mm. your guys' thoughts? Oh, not only do they they like put on the feed for some big numbers. The feeds are so good, mm. incredible, yeah. tasty as, and it's great having those leftovers just kind of for people to graze on throughout the night. Um, the Tower Boys on Saturday night they were loving the, the leftover mac and cheese loved it good dudes too yeah good good to have mm. visitors from other clubs pop in and have a beer and feed yeah now I've got a, I've got a, some early insight that there's going to be a few Huddle Boys guys here on, on Saturday that have entered teams I think there's only two there's mm. still two too many in it <laughs> one's fridge <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> Now, Jimmy O'Reilly's a good bloke. I can vouch for his character. Yeah, he's all good. Yeah. Um, Fridge didn't want to tell you what his costume is. We'll set it yeah, up. Yeah, oh, the eagle. <laughs> um, we've had like four or five pretty epic weekends in a row. Oh, it's been <laughs> huge. In that committee meeting last night, the, the numbers we've done over the bar, we're nearly, we're over, well over half of what we did last year and we're only three home games in, so. Mm. We're firing. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're firing on all cylinders. And you'll, you'll touch on it at the, the end of the pod, but uh, another huge one this weekend? Oh, another big one, yeah. I think the Prem guys have done a real good job organising um, this little beer pong comp. It's going to be good fun. 128 people. Real good cross-section of the club. It's going to be a real good mixer. I hear team, team, team power are the team to look out for. <sighs> beware. Beware. Uh, heck, how did last week's multi go? Um, not great. Um, another was it another first leg? Huge, huge. No, no, killer? fridge. No, fridge. Fridge killer. Fridge. What about everyone else's results? Though, do you know? We should note down who picked two because I forget. Yeah, we'll do that too. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Let's get into the weekend results. Albeit a bit dark. Start with the Prems. 37, Norse 54. Huge. How was it in the coach's box? Frustrating. Um, I mean, that first half, even though there were elements that weren't that great, um, I think going into the win and coming out with a reasonable result at halftime, um, I'm guessing we're probably a bit confident, maybe too confident, but we're pretty confident turning with the win that we could win it from there. But yeah, didn't start well. We dropped the kickoff from um, start of the second half and North scored not soon, uh, not that long afterwards. So, yeah, a bit frustrating, but um, definite positives we can take from it um, for certain moments. But there's obviously clear, clearly some work ons that we need to work on heading into Jable this week as well. Um, tough day at the office for um, the scrum. Um, I mean, we've got a young scrum. Um, Tully's still only, what, 20? He's still cult age, isn't he? Mm. Um, and then having a guy like Justice, um, who the week prior was playing for the Petoni White team. Um, make his debut and not only that come on against the Hurricane fully fledged Hurricane as well um, and done the job as well um, Justice um, but still a tough day at the office for the scrum but a lot of hard work this tonight especially would you say he did himself justice? oh mate that's weak eh? yeah I've been waiting for that since then <laughs> Jonesy over here <laughs> nah but yeah I mean just yeah shout out to Justice like um, he was really putting deep in head one training Thursday night um and then turned up Saturday with very little preparation and, yeah, getting on. And, yeah, I thought he'd done really, really well in those scrums, especially those ones on the try, try line. Um, there was a penalty try given away that wasn't any of any fault of his own. So I think he can uh, have his head held high after his premier debut. Yeah, I don't think you can underestimate how big that was, eh? Like, it was pretty massive coming up from the, the brotherhood to play yeah. Prince footy against Norths. Yeah. Who are probably the best scrum in, in Wellington rugby, yeah. uh, club rugby. So, nah, it was well done. But yeah, frustrating um, that we, we know we are the better team, I think. Um, but to have a result at the end like that was a bit tough to take. But hey, credit to Norse. Um, they brought it, they finished the game stronger than we did and deserved the victory. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought I thought we know that we could play better yeah. and, and that we possibly are better. Yeah. Um, did you see much much from the bench there? Is? It was um, definitely an attitude thing. I think um, the boys individually and collectively, definitely individually, will be um, pretty um, pretty down on themselves with some, um, you know, some of that one on one tackling that really let us down. Um, but we, you know, we we left three tries out there in the first half, especially. Yeah. You know, I think if we if we look back, you know, Vince obviously kicked that ball a wee bit mm. too far in the first couple of minutes. Fleetly dropped the ball out wide and then Peter made a break and 
Fidrat's two to put the kick ahead. And so those are the those are the small moments that you need to capitalise on against a team like North. Um, we kind of played into their hands as well. I think mm. I felt, um, you know, North is a team that you know obviously with that we allude to their forward pack, who are one of the better scrums around. Um, you really need to be kind of trying to run them round and. And get them tired. We saw that MSP were able to achieve that a week earlier, and we, mm. we couldn't quite um, nail that as well. But look, you know, aside from that, we need to remember we're only in round four. Yeah. Uh, it's our first loss. Uh, we took a bonus point out of it. We scored five tries, um, <coughs> and you know, and some some of our guys are, are really standing up. And you know, I mean, I don't want to harp on about the, a lot of the expected players. We've still got to come back, but we do need to remember that. Like Norse, I think we're missing junior Timetautua. And probably not too many others. So that, that was probably close to their strongest. I mean, Parikula Lalanga is uh, an absolute beast. And, you know, if he's in and around that team, he showed on the, he showed on the weekend how integral he is to their, their setup. The services are leaning up your side. Yeah, on the bench, as well. bench. You know, Paulie started, who's, like we say, is a hurricane, a Māori All Black, into mm. um, 20. So, you know, we've, we've got some guys who will slowly get back in the next couple of weeks. And I think we'll be better for, you know, and, and look, uh, you know, I mean, we, it's a cliche, but a loss could be a good thing mm. yeah. for us. So yeah. we'll take a point out of it and lots of confidence um, knowing that um, we can put it with um, you know, these, these, um, yeah. some I, of the better teams. I think um, Ryan in the review, so there's quite a thorough review tonight. Um, he sort of nailed on the head when he sort of said, you know, we could turn a result like that into a negative by really like jumping on each other and you know, blaming others, but or we could turn it into a positive and use it as something that we can learn from and obviously... Um, look at the stats and things like that, which didn't look pretty, but we can turn that into a positive and work from there as well. So just like that, sometimes a loss is a good thing and it gives you another shot of reality to that we do need to step it up and work a bit harder for it. Yeah, I read something today that uh, is wrote actually somewhere um, and you mentioned that adversity brings opportunities and that's something I mentioned to my Colts as well. I thought it was, it was a real good write and I like that about that and that kind of... For me and my Colts thing, that kind of reframed my mindset on how I was looking at the game and, and um, the trail of, of what happened on the weekend. Uh, Hope, uh, you and the ponies were behind the, the try line there with the Toops faces and things. Did, did you see much? How did you feel about the Prem's game? Um, I didn't realise, but you can't actually see much when you're at the try line. I didn't really like yeah. it. And um, we're both busy talking, so I didn't actually <laughs> catch much of the game. So next time to the grandstand. You can see some good sidesteps. Journal on me rugby South Terrace. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just more excited for Toops to try score, score try. But yeah, mm. he played well, man. Toops played really well. Uh, Peter Larkley. Oh, that guy is a specimen, and he played really well too. No, no one, no one. He played well. Couple of breaks. He's only 17. Yeah. No, he's, 18. he's 18 now, but yeah, yeah. just turned 18. Cool. You guys don't like Peter Larkai. Interesting. Just on um, viewing points as a coach um, uh, for G, coaches have different stances. So um, I know the prem coaches like standing behind the dead ball line. Are you a, you a sideline coach or are you a Definitely dead ball line? line? Yeah. yeah. Or do you like to find a vantage point like a grandstand or something to look down? No, nah, I don't like that. Eh? Um, I, I, everyone's different, but I feel like I, I can see everything I need to see from the sideline, yep. and I like being close enough that I can just chip away at my players as well. Um, and even so, I, I get to kind of 
see what the bench is doing, talk mm-hmm. to my bench, um, fill them in on, on what I want as well. Yeah. Um, every now and then I'll pop behind the grandstand just to catch up with Gus, who usually stands back there, just to see what he's seen. But yeah, I'm happy with the sideline. Mm-hmm. Get to hear everything on the sideline too. I don't like when, like I like it on number one, because you know, you're in the box, you're on the sideline, you're there, and there's no supporters around. It's real. I don't like it on, like on when you're on the other fields and all the supporters are around you and stuff. I usually try to either stand behind the line or just move further down or something like that. Good point, though. What about yourself? Um, so I like having a vantage point. So if there's a grandstand, I like having, like looking down on the game and watching that. I just feel like I can see a bit more from there. Um, but if I don't have that, I'm probably a yeah, dead ball line sort of guy, mm. just behind our players. So obviously they'll be hitting upfield. Just it's easy to see a bit of structure and how they're lining up on the D and the tech as well. So I don't know about you, is but I'm more of a, a club room bar manager. <laughs> um, the technology's there, you know, um, tribe. It is a bit more hands off, but um, yeah, it's really reaping the rewards. Mm. Nice. You, and you didn't catch much of the game on Saturday. I left just before half time. I thought I'd. Yeah, I was just too nervous, and I for the boys and I. Needed to get the bar ready anyway. For That's the, when we're looking good too, just for half the pony crew. Mm. Mm. So you left when the boys needed you the most. Mm. Well, there's there's nothing I can do. <laughs> like we we fought back that game though. Like they scored two really early tries, um, and then we got ourselves back into it. Um, and then second half was a bit to and fro for a while, but then they sort of scored a couple of tries towards the end. It was sort of blew it out a bit. So and we were soft, in it for those soft tries, as very well. soft tries. Yeah. Um, we were in it for a so large soft. chunk of the game, but. Yeah, as he said, there was a lot of lapses in D, I thought was... Nine, uh, 9.5 times out of 10, you win a game when you score 37, don't you? Was it, is it a defensive attitude thing? Yeah, I just think... I mean, we've done a review tonight. There was just a few things that um, had been put in place previously which wasn't quite executed the way we wanted to on Saturday. So, um, yeah, as we said, maybe the loss was a good shot for the boys to sort out their D and get their minds back in the game again. I uh, hope on the, on the ponies game. Were you here for the ponies game? I watched the ponies game. Yeah, nice. Had you sixty three seventeen? I know it looks like a pretty bad scoreline, but how do you feel your guys' game went? Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't really feel like it was that big of a score when we we're playing. Um, like it was actually really close in the first half. Fifteen twelve half time. Yeah, Yours were in it. yeah. So I heard that. it's a bit stink that North got away. Um, might have been because I was on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you start? <laughs> at seven. Oh. And then um, at half time, after half time, <clears throat> so we had a few injuries. So Mac went off, um, Vai went off. Um, I think she actually went in an ambulance because she had a bit of a bad head, head knock. Hmm. Uh, so we had no subs for backs and then. I got subbed off. And I was like, cool, there's nine fours on. What are we going to do? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I went to bank, but it was, it felt good. Like the game felt good. There were, few, like, I think in, in the second half, straight away, they scored. They just ran through our, through our defense uh, quite easily. Um, and aside from that, I think, I thought we did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the score line's like, Flatter the other team. Like, I think we're better than the scoreline suggests. Still a good team. It's a good mix. Norths were just explosive that first 20 after half time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, the girls were in it at half time. It was an awesome first half. It was brutal. 
um, Mac put in some big contact. Um, yeah, it was it was a brutal first half. But yeah, I thought with your guys' fitness and you were in it in that second half. But yeah, they just Norse came out pretty strong. Good tries. I saw Lavinia dotted down for two and um, Alicia. Yeah, Alicia. Yep, that was some good tries. Yeah, we had a uh, we had one uh, was it attacking scrum on their five, and then somehow um they scored a try. <laughs> so yeah, that was because you guys clean. destroyed that scrum as well, eh? Oh, I can't remember what happened. Yeah. Um, no, I've seen yeah seen a footage of it, and you guys absolutely ruled. Backpedaling them, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they ran away for pretty much full field try. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Tackle. How were your line outs? Line outs were on. Oh, man, yeah, the line outs are pretty, pretty so bad. Good. Line yeah. yeah. Line outs, the cover D from the, the young winger. Sorry, Tali's missus, I don't know her name, but Bye. she put in some incredible cover tackles. Two or three. Loud, too. Like, yeah. Sounded very sore. Mm. Oh, yeah, that one that was up on Club Rope was mm. mint. Yeah. Heaps of good stuff. Mm. The Cochrane was real busy. She had a wicked game. Quality two ball, man. And she was busy. She got knocked off over a few times, but straight back up. Yeah, she's tough. Industrious, man, yeah. The um the offload game from North really cool us earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I saw that. Um you know, and Heck mentioned it last week. I think, you know, we've got some big ball runners, Lavinia and, you know, Gemma and Alicia in there. Um and once we once we can get like a Tara and a Davina and Bailey running off. Those girls, because Lavinia is going to commit three, four players anyway. Easy. And so, just a tip ball, yeah, exactly, eh? like Boom. a pop, a tip, whatever. Um, and, and so those connections will come. And we, we've got to remember as well, you know, obviously, Hope is part of a, the core of the ponies that've been here for a, you know for a wee while now. But we've, we've we have welcomed some young new players, Tara, mm. Malia, Max back, you know, and um, so you know, Norse and and Aurors have been around for a wee while and they've built those connections over several seasons of playing together. Uh, what I noticed from the North skills is they were, they'd run into space as well and they'd just, they'd offload, they're just promoting the ball. Sometimes, you know, like, I'm not saying that Nia's run too far, but, you know, she commits that three, four, five and she'll go to ground and then we, so, yeah, so when we can kind of use that pace we've got out wide, um, yeah. the girls will be better for it. Yeah, I'd lo- like, like Fridge said that tip, well, I'd love to see Lavinia just a spot wider. I feel like we're often running into traffic and that arriving big North players just bending over and we're getting done for holding on a lot of the time. Be good to see a bit more width. Shout out to the uh, the netballers. I believe they had a win, draw and a loss uh, on the weekend. Not sure if they uh, lost that one on, on purpose. I know they were trying to make us a certain grade, but shout out to those uh, those ladies there. Uh, Premier Reserves Blue. Tough day against uh, Primazoo's from North. Uh, Tanker, 80 minutes. What he's an effort. And he looks good, bro. Mm. You see those photos? He just looks like a normal player. What? <laughs> like a, just a young, a young bloke playing footy. Not, not super young. You can tell he's older, but he looks mean. Yeah, yeah he's a bit broken today. I had a good chat to him at training tonight. Still fronted training, though. Take note, young guys. Like a lot of young guys get injured and not even front up for training. But Tanko's for prime reserves. Yeah, nice. just put, put a little wrist guard on. Yeah. Sore. Two hundred can't train. Two hundred games. Forty six years old. Still turned up to training, injured and watching and supporting and stuff like that. So, what a man! Good club man. He's um, a freak. Yeah, but 
by all accounts, he yeah, did not look out of place. Dominated scrums, got around the field. He um, got a bit of an Achilles injury, though, so he couldn't train tonight. Um, he's hoping it comes right, but he said it was pretty sore. Um, but he still battled out 80 minutes even with that. So, yeah. They scored some yeah. good tries, the blue team, as well. Just a couple of lapses on D. But, yeah, no, they, they're, they're close. I mean, that's a good north side, too. In the whites, um, went down to Paraplum. Uh, 15, 12. Anyone get some feedback on that game? <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to a few of the players. Um, obviously, the PT. Um, he was pretty um, He was pretty gutted about making the, the trek out to Natitora and not coming back with any points. Um, and even Fabian as well, who said that he uh, it's his first ever lost to Paraplum. Or Paramatsa Plumerton, sorry, I, sh- I should say. But... Um, yeah, look, another another massive effort from the um, from the reserve white team. You know, obviously we've got to remember they're playing the second teams of most of these clubs. There, mm. so it's um, we've got we've, we've got to remember that as well. That um, you know we've, we've got um, obviously two other teams that um, you know we obviously pour a lot of resources into, and so the the white team. There's a number of players coming and going each year so, or each weekend. So mm. um, big ups to them, and, and they'll target that Wanui game, which we'll probably talk about a wee bit later on. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Brendan and the boys. Um, they w- would have really been targeting that game, eh? Yeah. But uh, I think they've got an... Well, we'll preview that game later. Um, coming up. Colts. Mm. 10-14. SMSP. Probably noticed none of the Colts come back to the club on Saturday night. Yeah, Squid. See if we come later on. Bulk of, the, bulk of them uh, no-show. Yeah. Guess I'll, I'll talk on that one. No, tough game. MSP played really well. Probably don't give them give them enough credit for the performance that they put out there uh, on the weekend. I think we were just a little impatient, um, trying to attack off every play, every bit of ball, every every um, set piece. But yeah, boys were feeling it. Everyone's had a chance to take a breath and debrief tonight. So now we're looking forward to to this weekend, another home game. Standouts. Uh, Richard Evans uh, on the weekend played 80 minutes, had to play a Maddie in the end. Come on for the Premiers and played what another 50? 40? Longer? Yeah, probably it was probably close to an hour from, from Scott because Boxy went down with his finger injury. Mm. Yeah. That's a lot of rugby. It is. Nice. Mint, on to other club results. Uh, in the women's grade, Ori's. That's right. They played opposite us, and we we're just always looking over at the score. Ninety-two fifteen. Mm. Someone, someone say something. It's just great for the game. <laughs> yeah, not great. Not great. Ninety-two fifteen. Um, just imagine though, if they were playing. We didn't have the divs how they were, and they were playing the other teams, mm. and the divs would be way worse than that. Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh. And I'm sure that MSP ain't 92 points bad either. They've probably just done a full rotation of the 22 that played. Fresh. Yep. 
Yeah, not a great ex- rugby experience for those uh, MSP ladies. That's that's going to turn people away from the game. See, then I look at, at the Division 2 and like Hutt are enjoying their time, 43-15 over, over the um, Wolfpack, over the Wolves. She-Wolves. PK 39-21 over OBU. They uh, got their first win in two years mm. on the weekend. PK? Yep. It's awesome. Maybe you've been struggling a bit lately, haven't they? Because Seems traditionally like they've they been lost, there or thereabouts. That's possibly when I left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I see Tamsin's <laughs> gone back to Paraplum, hasn't she? Yeah. she um, yeah, they lost last weekend as well to Avalon. Tamsin used three consecutive hat-tricks. Yeah. Hey. She's really good. What a what a sportswoman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OBU used to be good back in the day, eh? What, 10 years ago? Pretty sure I just said that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. You, you here, eh? You, <laughs> we're in the same. Where are we? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Parablum, uh, 65-5 over Nui Nui Omata. Yep. It's, uh, okay. <laughs> Swindale Shield. Round Wellington. Eagles 37 18 over Ories. Java Wolfpack 41 29 over the Avalon Wolfpack. So they've taken Wolfpack rights there <laughs> and now merged into one big Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> one Wolfpack to rule them all. Yep. Uh, MSP 45 over PK's 8. Gee, that's bad, eh? I don't think PK were that bad at the start of the year, but... MSP are looking good. I mean, they've done a number of Norse a couple of weeks ago as well, so, yeah, they're looking pretty sharp. Yeah, considering they've lost a couple of players to suspension as well. Um, Paraplum, 10. Tao, 71. Uh, Wanui got up over the Rams, 47-22. Debo and the boys. Nice. Yep. And the X-Men, huge year for them. Huge year for the X-Men. Uh, three points against OBU 67. Gee, when did they take that three points, though? You hope it was at the very start of the game. <laughs> I think it was to ice the game. <laughs> 81st minute. Any results that, that, that stand out there for, uh, for you guys? Stoke for Omata. I thought that game was going to go the other way. Because Upper Hutt have been well, that's pretty Upper good form. Upper Hutt's first loss. Yeah. Um, I think, did we talk about it in the pod last week? Or was it just general, general chit-chat? But we said that Upper Hutt's had a pretty favourable draw. Yeah, give it time. Um, to have the start. So this is probably the first test they had and sort of show. But great win by um, Omata. You mentioned the other week they're getting back a few more experienced guys. I see um, Josh Robinson-Whip, who played his first game for the year on Saturday. Yeah, he's back. Running the cutter at first five. So... Um, yeah, a bit of experience coming back, and it's obviously helping them out. Um, Tussie, Tussie was on the bench, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen him too much in many of the team sheets lately, so a bit more experience on the bench coming on as well. So, no, nah, uh, coming right, old Omata. Uh, Man, going to go straight through to the Super Rugby Olds at all. Super Rugby uh, Wahine, how good was that game? I loved it. You guys? Chiefs 39 over the Blues 12. 
I actually didn't get to watch much of it. Oh, unbelievable. Because I was too busy on the bar working hard, you know. Yeah, fair um, enough. Jack's had it right, though, because she was at the left, like, so she could actually see the TV. Mm-hmm. And I was in the other corner, so bad for me, but yeah. From memory, you're just sitting there. <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> yeah. um, I tried to find the replay the next day on Sky Go. I don't know how to do that, though, so that didn't go very well either. Mm. I was standing by Jack's. I got a good view. Great game. It was like a super rugby game of old, like heaps of awesome line breaks, some great tries, a bit more flair. Yeah. Um, I think this has to be the competition, eh? It has to, there has to be a super rugby. Mm. I'm not sure how they come up with the rest oh, of the teams. Has to be, doesn't it? You're yeah. embarrassed, aren't you, if you're the Hurricanes? You look like a bit of a... Like the Chiefs and the Blues, like, they both really... Like really that was, <clears throat> they were stacked. And yeah. then you think about you think about <clears throat> sorry, problem for it. Um <clears throat> like a Highlanders team. Um I mentioned to earlier, but um if you've got a because Otago traditionally aren't that strong, Southland aren't that strong, if they were to combine you'd think they might not be as competitive against those Chiefs and Blues you teams. Yeah, you have a Southern Crew Landers. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Do you combine them with the Canterbury's and the Tasmans and make a southern yeah. region team perhaps and then they play against Hurricanes? That'd be all right, wouldn't they? Hawks Bay one or two. I'd give it a go. Yeah. I'd give it a go. Yeah. By having the Highlanders and the Crusaders. But you, you want you want the footy just to be like because that footy that they're playing on yeah. um Saturday. Well some of the just I really enjoyed it. Eh? It's mm. good quality of footy. If they can kinda get that down down south, whether that's as a Highlanders, Crusaders or some sort of merge team. Mm. Um, and then have maybe a, a central base team because they're franchises. <laughs> because they're franchises, though they're not provincial. Surely we've got the depth for five teams. Someone from Auckland could go to have the to, Highlanders yeah, exactly, and yeah. play them. <clears throat> We'd have, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's, that's the thing is that yeah, it depends on what the sort of resources to put into that as well. I mean, oh. you would hope you would hope the unions or all the regions or the clubs, they, as they call themselves. Had that money to be able to pump into it to be able to make it like that, but yeah. whether they do or not, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure of the politics behind like um, players getting paid and things like that. But I think you, you can pay this group of players mm. playing that competition. It was mm. not saying not saying Palmer's not not a good comp, but I'm just saying the level of footy that that was being played that, that does sound bad. Actually, now that I'm saying it, yeah. but I just mean it was. A, it's just real good footy. I'd love to see that comp in full. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think New Zealand franchises should have to have a women's team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I took a lot of interest. I, I could, obviously, with everything happening on Saturday night with the players' presentation and speech and stuff like that, I, I really wish that I could have watched the whole game, but I tried to watch what I could. But I, I've always had a lot of interest in, um, in women's footy and also in that we've been able to have this um, game at that level. I actually read something today that Chelsea Ellie wrote up, um, yeah, posted up which was really interesting. Mm. Um, Chelsea's amazing. Like, you know, was lucky to work with the Ferns back in 2016. She was part of it. But um, that leading into that game, the Blues were the favourites, like heavy favourites. Like, they had a massive four-pack, Black Ferns, like Aloise Blackwell, Lisa Pernelson, Krista Tsofa. They had um, Aldori Tuna came off the bench, Charmaine Sh- McMenamin, and then they had these young brigade of backs that um, have just been tearing it up for Auckland the last few years, like Sylvia Franks and Patricia Maliepo and that. 
and the, so the Blues were heavy favourites, and the Chiefs, um, to their credit, you know, obviously they've got that uh, beach volleyballer, um, Kelsey Wills, I think her name is, who was in the like money, money man in the middle of the line out, and they just they yeah, um, she's going to be playing the game a, a few years. Mm. So yeah, so I was stoked for the Chiefs that they got up and like that ten twelve combo with um, Hazel Tubick and Chelsea Elliott Chelsea was Lee, yeah. man was just they just yeah they they just ran that game. Like the Blues just had no answer, which was a real a real shame for them. But um, so for the Chiefs, and you look at what obviously what the Twenties did a couple of weeks ago in Topo, the women obviously now have had a good thirty odd, you know, twenty four point one against the Blues, and potentially this weekend, you know, the Saders, I don't I don't think are um, are dead, you know, dead set to to win the Super Final, but great that um that Chiefs mana what they've got you know oh. got going on up there, eh? which mm. is which was pretty awesome. But, um, yeah, it was really interesting. Obviously, I spoke about what Chelsea Ellie wrote. Um, and she wrote how she, she trains, like, every day of the week, morning and evening, <clears throat> playing for three teams at the moment, eh? Playing club and obviously training with Waikato, Farrah Palmer, and then, and then obviously having the super game. It's just it's just going to be really interesting because, you know, we all three want... jobs. Yeah, you know, and she's, she's a mum as well. And we all want the woman to, um, you know, to be paid accordingly for... Mm. Their efforts and, and reading that of you know what Chelsea had posted was um really interesting because a lot of people won't um won't really understand it until they've they read what that, that was yeah that was really so obviously a lot of it comes down to kind of broadcasting and popularity of the women's game and stuff like that and getting the punters through the gates and that um we just hope that it happens sooner rather than later that the that the woman will get paid for mm-hmm. for the room because that spectacle on Saturday was was awesome and mm-hmm. hopefully we can like you say. You know, I think if you get a one or two backline on the back of, you know, some big pride forwards and Hawks Bay two forwards, and then, you know, Canterbury have won the Farrah Palmer for the last few years, and mm-hmm. you get a couple of Otago and Southland and Tasman players, you can get four teams playing at this level. So, yeah. hopefully it's the start of something. Yeah, you get international players wanting to come over, just like the men's game, <clears throat> come over come over and, and play in, in this comp as well. Um, yeah, man, I really enjoyed that footy. You know, I'm shit at watching footy. The best of times, but watching this game, man, I was. And how good to go to the in. like stadium and go watch a double hitter. Mm. Yeah, that'd awesome. be fantastic. Yeah, and I think you know that, like you said, is we all agree these women should be paid. I suppose the tra- tough question is, you know, where does it come from? Do we go full equality like the Big Bash and Aussie, where all the pay is even, which is pretty progressive and I think kind of cool. And then there's all the TV rights and ticket sales. You know, does should it all measure up, you know, each game or it's just it's kind of tough conversations, I suppose, and he's in a rugby has to have. I'd, yeah. I'd want them, like, at minimum, for me, this is, I think this is right, at minimum, you want them to get paid enough so that, that they're a professional in the sport and they don't have to work extra jobs and stuff. That's minimum, eh? That's a good thing, eh? Yeah, and then max, Start, just whatever, yeah. whatever you can, but... Yeah, imagine our woman could just do do rugby full time as well. They'd have no problem like winning these World Cups all the time and stuff all the time. I suppose then there's also the discussion: Will the professional women's game ruin women's club rugby? You know, will there be just no depth at that club level? That's another, mm. I suppose, facet you've got to think about. Pretty exciting though. Different avenues though to go pro, which is cool. That'll get more people. Into it. Mm. Mm. And then the Hurricanes, I guess uh, we sh- should touch on them. Got a cheeky dub. 
to to see out the not the season eh? just the Aotearoa spot. Forty-one twenty-two, bit niggly. Thoughts? No one cares. Did rubber? Was it right? Actually, mm. back on that um, Wahine game. Um, do you see that that uh, woman's um, little in and out to to score a try? But that she put that person on ice skates, the defender. Yeah, that was Langi Veinu, yeah. who's um Telusa Veinu, who's played for Canterbury. Um, his sister. Yeah, that, that's one of the better tries we'll see all year. Bro, hard. Literally, ice skates. Mm. Both her feet will go backwards, mm. and she just. What we need nothing. to what we need to remember as well is the quality of that game and the and the and the the caliber of player. None of our Blackburn Sevens players are playing in that game. But you imagine if we had. Oh. You imagine if we had Stacey Fluler marking Portia Woodman. Mm. Like you know, we, we're you know, there's 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 a whole heap of Sevens players that we um, that we're never on show. So um, imagine if we could get all these players playing um, in a in a fourteen comp. You know, you have Blues, Chiefs, Canes, and then you could say, like a Southern or South Island. Uh, it'd be pretty awesome because we haven't. There's a void. There's a gap. There's a void there that we don't have because obviously the girls will go. Some some girls go from club straight to international. Yeah. In the past, once the Farrah Palmer came came you know came in, there was that another mm. that another rung, and then obviously a Super now. So yeah, man. Hopefully we see a lot more of it. Mm. For me, um, the Chiefs goal kicker should know her name. Got to be, got to be better. But man, she um, was awesome. solid conversions, though. Mm. Mm. Easy. Yeah, it's cool. Um, you get to see other things as well. Like they, we've had our first uh, brother sister super super rugby players. So uh, Marino and Liana Michele Tuu. Pronunciation, Rose. Yeah, nice. So yeah, cool thing like that, like a brother sister thing that you wouldn't have had before. So nice. As well as like getting women, there's tons of girls that go over to Japan to play as well. So if you're, you know, professional, then they'll probably stay and we'll keep that caliber. And yeah. yeah. Good point. And, and women that go over to um, Europe and, yeah. and play as well. There's a few girls from in Wellington that are over there that go and play. It's going to be interesting, eh, when they, we start getting back into internationals to see where we're at, like everyone's gauge. Yeah. Men and woman. Yep. Seems like uh, New Zealand rugby is pretty strong at the mm, moment. I think so. Should translate into the, the ABs and stuff. Uh, Blues got up over a, a young Chiefs team. Chiefs no mana. Uh, <laughs> in the sense, but... Um, they were in that, though. They were resting. resting eight, their, eight debutants. With a C team, they were in that. So it was messing just into cover for this game, and he's out again yeah. in the final. It's Pretty disrespectful. <laughs> it's real disrespectful. How can you do that to a legend? Pretty sure he wouldn't mind. Yeah. One last game. Mm. Anyone catch the game? No love for the for that game? No, didn't see it. I was keeping my eye on the score. I was hoping the Chiefs would get up because we had that in our multi. I think that was you, you, George. That, that was me. Yeah. Because so they had big odds. Yeah. Uh, you go chasing like those $3 something. Don't go chasing waterfalls, you John. <laughs> um, the Warriors. Oh. Hang on. Warriors. Hang on. Good game. Inconsistent. I don't think they've won two games in a row this year, but at least they won this one, which was nice. Um, Reese Walsh looked good. Good kid. 
normally fullback, but played at a standoff. Do you hear what happened with Johnson, Sean Johnson? Oh, yeah, he got offered to the Warriors, and the Warriors <laughs> said no. All the, the players said they didn't want him back. Shame. Poor really? guy. Yeah. He, um, the manager, because the, the Sharks don't want to sign him past one year and only for like half the salaries on, so manager went back to uh, the Warriors and offered him, and they went to their players, senior players, and the seniors players said pretty much thanks, but no thanks. It's because he's inconsistent. He's a way better player than what he's playing at the moment. Plus, they've got some good young halves here at the moment as well, like uh, Channel to be, uh, Harris Tavita and mm. Cody Nicodema, and then Reese Walsh obviously can cover there as well, even though he'll probably play fullback next year when Roger goes. Nicarima! There's no point right winding that clock back. We all kind of know where it, where it goes. Yeah. It'll be at Broncos next year. Mm. Well, Adam Reynolds sounds like it's going to the Sharks, so Sean Johnson will go to the Broncos, I reckon. Or North, North Queensland, they might take him. Nah, North Queensland just signed two halves, Chad Townsend and uh, Tom Dearden. Well, sounds like Warriors are going to go back-to-back for the first time. They've got uh, the Seagulls this week. Mm. Heck. Tommy, bro. And uh, also the, the arrogant Panthers, <laughs> um, Manhandle Manly. They're, yes. a, they're a disgrace to the game. Class, all class. All class. All class. All class. So, what? No other. We've got no other words. But, yeah. I mean, um, you know, look, kudos to Manny. Hopefully Manny don't um, lose, you know, obviously too much confidence because there were obviously three ones on the trot and came up against a pretty classy Panthers team. So, you know, hopefully um, they've got the Warriors this week so they'll go back to the Northern Beaches and prep for that. Um, Northern Beaches? Yeah, but you can't, you know, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on Tommy, you know, Trebojevic to to kind of do it on his own because DCE is not the player he used to be. Um, and, yeah, on Saturday, the Panthers had obviously two, three, too many guns and got the result, which was good to see. But, yeah, I'm loving this arrogant um, line. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's good good in the news cycle. It yeah, it is, yeah. But look, the old they, guys they, love it. The kids are just playing. You know, what I love about the Panthers at the moment, too, they, they look like they're having fun. They enjoy well, playing they the game. They, they enjoy each other's company. They, when they scored their try and all ju- jumped over each other and got high, that was that was classic. Well, the, yeah, the, the Panthers, um, yeah, they're, they're biggest threat of themselves at the moment because mm. Total almost did a shoulder on mm. Saturday, so not good. But um, yeah, mate, they're just enjoying their footy and yeah, it's amazing. Twenty six of the last twenty seven or something. They're on a. I, I, I mean, I've been watching league for a wee while. We want even the storm, the roosters don't kind of rack up those kind of. Run so hopefully, hopefully there's the year, but all yeah. just a lot of pressure. A lot of <laughs> pressure. Look back, on we look team. forward. A lot of pressure on. There's a lot team. of pressure, yeah. But it's, I, I it's think... championship or bust, isn't it? Realistically, for Panthers this year. Yeah, yeah. But mate, Cleary and the way they're just yeah, they're just running an absolute muck at the moment. So don't sleep on. Continue. Don't sleep on Tommy, bro. What's uh, who are your picks to? Obviously, you're going to say Panthers will be in the grand final, but who do you think they'll come up against? I actually think it'll be the Rabbitohs. Yeah, same. I just think it'll be the Rabbitohs. Storm, Storm are, you know, Disrespect is unreal in here. I don't know. I think the Rabbitohs, I think the the head office has kind of started some weird stuff. I reckon they might spiral out. Have they signed um, Reynolds? Reynolds yet? No, no. He sounds like it's... Definitely out? Or not definitely. He's gone, skis. It's pretty good, that chance that he's going to the Sharks. Oh, really? Yeah. All but signed, apparently. Yeah. Pretty sure I just said that. Yeah, I think that could be a weird, <laughs> a weird caveat for that team. Is I think they might, they might be disruptive late in the season. 
Uh, I agree with you. He's, I think it'll be uh, Rabbitohs, Panthers final. Roosters. Sorry, sorry, Warriors. I'd love to say you, but... You're not a true fan, eh? I am a true fan, but I'm also a realist. Panthers, Roosters. Coming seventh at the moment. Not this year. Not this year. They're building. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. No, why not? True fan. Hope Warriors grand final. Definitely. Probably going to win yeah. it too. <laughs> yeah. Getting yeah, so those arrogant Panthers. <laughs> Time for Hacks Facts. Facts with Hack. With the jingle. Hacks Facts. <laughs> Get some Hacks Facts. And yeah. Jeez, that was grim. A uh, couple of quick ones. Couple of it's getting a bit colder out there. A couple of winter facts. Um, the wetter, the insect, um, completely freezes solid. Why? When? <laughs> Just when it gets real cold. Just freezes. Is he up at um, Anzac Cove? He could. He could survive. Um, and then he just unfreezes, thaws out, resumes like nothing happened. <laughs> How good's that? Staying young. Sub Zero, like. I thought that was, yeah. Anyone seen Mortal Kombat yet? No. I, I, want, I want to. Any good? Is it good? It's a bit gruesome. Yeah. yeah nice. Mortal Kombat, man. Oh, yeah. See, I, I listened to a podcast the other day and everyone was bagging the original. I love the original. Yeah. yeah. I, I, original was I like the original. As a kid. You go back and watch it now, though, it looks badass. Oh, the Goro CGI yeah. is pretty yeah. bad. But, but yeah. it's still cool. Classic. Yeah. Get over here. Sonia. You yeah. will die. That was my winter wet effect. Just the one. Oh, I just said the one. <laughs> you know, when you first started Hex Facts, you had like 10. Yeah, but then you guys, it was too much, wasn't it? I was. No, I enjoy your facts. Okay, next week we'll have 10 facts. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe go for five. five. Okay. Can you save our segments, uh, Yuge? Uh, oh, mate. Uh, Here we go. We're coming in strong. Guess the villager. Guess, Guess the villager. The villager now. Yes. All right. Be a bit vague to start, but then we'll get into a few more uh, clues. All right. This villager had a brother that played for a different Wellington Premier Club. Sean Marnie. Incorrect. You lose your guess. They also had a brother that played at the club, at Petoni. Can we have the country of origin? <laughs> no. Um, attended CIT, what was then CIT. What is it now? Well, Tech. Oh. Uh, New Zealand campus of innovation. Yeah, that's how they changed, sport. they merged in there. Yeah. Um, I was born in 1981. Um, I've represented Wellington B in rugby. My current club sponsor. Oh. You've lost your guess. Damn it. I'm a junior parent and coach. Unbelievable. No one? Huge. Nothing? Correct. Nice. Oh, Chris Molliner. Yourself, Richard. Who's his brother? So, Tim Molina played centre for OBU. Um, Yuck! Good, real, real good player. Solid. Um, went over and played many years for Gloucester, actually, over in the That's right. Premiership. 
Um, and obviously, younger brother Robbie played was steward of the Colts and the Saxons, or was yeah, he seen second year? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, a bit more about That's my joke, okay? <laughs> bit more about Bush. So born 1981, born and raised in uh, Wairarapa, attended Wairarapa College. Um, as I mentioned, he's a club sponsor with his company Petoni Engineering. Solid club sponsor. Um, sponsors a few junior teams as well. Um, coaches the under 11s. Tony Engineering team. You'd hope that you'd have your own company as a sponsor for your team. So, good coach too. Well done. Played over 200 Premier games. Um, played his last game last year for the Bees. One of those guys in the same ilk as uh, Tank, who always gives back to the club when he can. Um, Jubilee Cup winning captain. So, 2005, he was a Jubilee Cup winning captain. Uh, yeah, and just an all-round great guy. So, and he won his fight on. So he had a second fight, um, charity fight on Saturday night, and won. I'm not too sure. You know if it was by KO or decision or anyway, but yeah, he had a good win on uh, Saturday night and won the fight. So there we go, Chris Bushy Molliner. Nice shout out to the Bush. Mm. The big Bush. Easy. So bully. <laughs> This week's uh, pronunciation tips with Ezra Upili. Thanks, Fridgy. Uh, we're going to focus on netball. Nice. Some of our netballers. A mm. uh, couple of current players uh, who have their names butchered week to week. One of them is uh, Temelisi Whakahokotau. Go again. Oof, Go again yeah. on that one. Temelisi is her Christian name. Whakahokotau was her surname. And you get a lot of Whakahokotau. Yeah, and her magic teammate, uh, Erina Makaire, gets a lot of Erina Makairi. Uh, Makairi, yeah. Makairi. Makairi. And even um, our very own pulse shooter, uh, Emilia Ran Ekenasio, um, gets Ekenasio. Ekenasio. Ekenasio is a, is a pronunciation. <laughs> and then if we uh, turn the turn the clock back a, a few years, uh, Maria Polau, who used to be Tutaia, is yeah. Tutaia is the pronunciation? Maria Tutaia? Oh, no, she never got that. She never got that. Never got it. Don't like her, So right? Tutaia, she got oh. it, but it's Tutaia is the pronunciation. Uh, Linda Vangana, uh, but she got Vagana. 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 That was one of the big ones back in uh, yeah. early days, Warriors. Vagana. Yeah. Vagana. Yeah. Um, Nigel Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. Wagner. Jerry, see you, see you. I see you too, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. Joe Wagner. Big um, Joe. Big Joe. And the last one is uh, <laughs> Teresa Tady. Tady. And she got Tyree. Yeah. Current player, eh? No, no. She played about 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Coach? <laughs> uh, yeah, she's coached a bit. Yeah. In recent years. Also. Which actually sounds like Tyady down in the deep south. And obviously there was that big, um, you know, big thing a couple of years ago about the callers that called into Marcus Lush, I think, on Tyree. Oh, yeah. Tyree. They, yeah, anyway, there was a Marcus couple of Lush, um, was a middle-aged <laughs> woman who, Tyree is obviously the pronunciation, but this lady rang up, rang into the show and said Tyree, and she just refused to, and she said that he was saying it wrong. He was hosting the show. Yeah. And then he had a caller who called and said, oh, it's Tyree. I went to Tyree High School, and that's how it's said. And he was just trying to say, look, it's Tyree. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. It's Maori. She goes, no, it's Tyree. And then she was saying, you've got it wrong. And he yeah. was like, no, hang on. <laughs> it's a Maori name. She goes, yeah, but the way I say it, it's Tyree, and that's 
That's the right way to say yeah, it. Stupid, eh? Which is really interesting. Ignorance. So. I saw this comment on Facebook the other day where people were moaning about, um, I think, multi place names being, or multi things being used, you know, names for things. And someone was like, commented, we, we shouldn't have these names being Māori. We're we all Kiwis. And then someone was like, well, Kiwis, Kiwis are Māori, Māori word. And they're like, no, it's not. Unlucky <laughs> <laughs> else it is. Yeah. Um, have you seen the movement recently is of um, people running around putting the right glyph on the top of A's and O's? It's quite cool. Okusini, that was goodie. Hi, Char. Okusini. Suppose I should give you warrior. Any other warriors from the era? Um, it was that um, Hoppy Tomata, but they called him Tomato. So, Tomato up the middle, but it's to- Tomata. Hoppy was hoppy, eh? They were pretty good at Gene Namu. They always got... It is a bit of a change, though. Like, I obviously grew up in um, what I used to call Wanganui as well, and a lot of people still call it, refer to it as Wanganui as well. But And I used to as well for quite a while because that's probably similar to that lady. That's what I grew up in. I was like, well, I'm a local. It's, I've always called it Wanganui. But then once you sort of adjust and change you actually get into it um on that though it's actually a lot of people obviously call it whanganui but um the local pronunciation is actually because they don't pronounce the h in so local iwi don't pronounce the h so it's actually whanganui so it's like a what what so it's whanganui actually you know your college there yeah was there a tennis club opposite your college no that's there'll be uh whanganui city college oh. across the road they've got a yeah, my college had tennis, their own tennis courts. So. Used to go up there for tennis tournaments all the time. Yeah, but the main tennis courts were across the road from, used to be uh, Wanganui Boys College, but now it's Wanganui, Wanganui City College. Corfi Park? Corfi Park. How good. Oh, brilliant. Big so, dinosaur yeah. slide. Yeah, man. Yeah. Great place. Yeah. Great place. One place that we butcher still to this day is Paparum. Yeah. Pearl Pram. Yeah. Pram. Pram. Yeah, I grew up calling it Pram. I, you know, I hear a lot of people say Wangare. Mm. Wangare. I mean, how can you not say Fangare? Fangare. Fangare. Flycock. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it's the same as, um, you know, the Tui is Mangatanoka. I was going to Mangatanoka and I remember someone said it the correct way, uh, Mangatainoka. And everyone's like, Ugh, what's that? It's, no, it's Mangatanoka. Yeah. It's good. Um, question is uh, huge. Um, was Tere or did it kind of come together from a mishmash of whole different tribes, or do you, or was it was everyone speaking that kind of dialect back in before Europeans got here? Is that too too tough a question? Yeah, too but, deep? Oh, that's that's why. Yeah, <laughs> tell up. us because you were there. Yeah. How, what were our ancestors uh, like? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, heck, I don't have an answer. It's over, over my head, yeah. Okay. What I heard in my uh, studies is that the languages were similar, but they were real different dialects and stuff, mm. different way of pronouncing things and holding things and stuff like that, yeah. I mean, there is obviously like regional still 
um, have their way of doing. Like as I just said before, of Wong, uh, Wanganui, Wanganui, Iwi, um, don't pronounce that H. So they would sort of say like fuck um, Whangarei is Whangarei, stuff like that. So there is that sort of difference in it and mm. how it's pronounced as well. But whether yeah, how it actually come about, I'm not too too sure on that. Same with the T's. Some uh, some areas pronounce the T like a pretty clean T. And there's some have still the T, but more of a of a, a D. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it was quite funny, like, not not funny, but growing up in Honganui uh, and you do Te and stuff, like things that, um, like, whare here, they'll obviously be whare, stuff like that. So it was all different in terms right. of the pronunciation stuff. So growing up, I just thought that was the normal way of doing it. And then when I'll go outside the reason someone say whare, I'll be like, oh, isn't it whare? Like you come to my whare sort of thing. But yeah, so it's a bit different. Yeah, isn't it cool though? Maybe, maybe you just can, can uh, do this for us next week. But um, just similarities across all our languages. Yeah. Like Tongan, Samoan, Māori, Fijian, Hawaiian. Island. Real similar, like just small differences in our words and stuff. And then, yeah. like in the Samoan language, like um, and I'll use Alapati's name as an example. So obviously it's spelled A L A P A T I, so Alapati. Whereas obviously you hear a lot of people say Bucky, yeah. so the T becomes a K. So in the Samoan, like in the Fat Samoan, we call it. Uh, if there's a T word T and you pronounce a K, that's actually the for, it's like the formal way. I'm saying so when people get up at um, functions and events and weddings and funerals and stuff, and then there's a chief that will speak, <clears throat> and so he'll like if he was a group, you know, Bucky for example, he'd say, you know, Losuma Bucky, like he'd, he'd say the K, yeah, because that's kind of the formal way to say it. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, well, so well, that's uh, that's the belief that when I grew up, I thought it was the other way around, but I've just heard recently that it's actually, um, it's actually the K. Yeah. For the team, yeah, well, I, I grew up, up thinking it was yeah. the other way, yeah. But mate, it could be. I mean, it could be. But but what you can't do is you can't mix it up. So, mm. for example, if I was to greet Bucky and Samoan, you'd like you'd say Galofa, Galofa, Galofa Bucky, but you can't say Galofa Bucky or Galofa Bucky. You know what I mean? So you oh, can't. Okay. So the T, there's a T yeah, and there's a T, a T and the follows with the T. Yeah, there's yeah. a T and the Galofa and there's a T and the Bucky. So you would generally say Galofa Bucky or Galofa Bucky. That kind of thing, but you can't mix, you can't say the K and the T in one word and then use the T and the T in the other word. Kind Didn't of thing. know that. And I've always wondered why he's been called Bucky yeah. as well, because yeah. I just thought it was like a, a, yeah. a you know, so, a yeah. nickname or something, yeah. Bucky. Cause That's why I Bucky. thought it was the, the informal yeah. way. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah, so there's no actually, there's no right or wrong way to say that name. You can call him Bucky or you can call him Bucky. I'm just trying to think of other or bucks. Yeah, or, yeah. I'm trying to think of other guys like Kitiona. Um, you wouldn't necessarily say Kikiona because that doesn't sound mm. right anyway. But um, I'm just trying to think of other other names where guys, where guys have got the T in their name. It's probably the only letter, to be honest, in the Samoan language that you know you could say it two different. Two, yeah, Kamaki. Maki. Yeah, actually, is, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so is that where it comes from? Or even, oh, sorry, the R is, from Mark. Yeah, the, well, the R is that one actually because it can be a an, an L, an L. So you could say Mariko or Maliko. Like you know, it's kind of yeah. But like I was saying, if you if you if it's in a sentence, you can't yeah, you can't use the the R mm. and the K 
um, you've got to stick to the one. And generally, in in the Samoan language, anyway, the, the T is pronounced the K in, in the formal setting. Mm. Sorry, I digress. Is that why people, no, the, old, the oldies call me Maki? Yeah, they or could. Yeah, or was yeah. it more? Yeah, I thought it was the mark. Or it could be the mark. It could oh, be okay, the mark. Could but, be. but yeah, but your soon your middle name Samati, yeah, mm. could be could be pronounced Kamaki. So is that a Samoan name as well? Tamati. No, Tamati. Well, actually, it's thought. interesting because I've never. Yeah. Because your middle it's Tamati, like the way Tamati spelled in Maori. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is Samoan because the person I'm that I mm. got the name off is mm. Samoan as well, mm. and it goes back a few. Well, the other, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've actually never heard it. I've never heard of the Samoan version of Tamaki, but it must be. See, I just thought I'd seen your middle name. I just thought your parents gave you a Maori middle Maori name. name. Yeah. It's probably why I got so much mana. <laughs> <laughs> just up there. Tamaki. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's interesting news. Thank you, Ezra. Um, a few talking points. I, I noticed um, Hope's uh, segment's been cut. That's fine. Oh, no, that was, <laughs> I didn't get no, anywhere this week. So. This was last week's one. Hope, give us a diner on the spot. <laughs> Three, two. <laughs> uh, go to hell. How's pizza? <laughs> How's pizza? <laughs> <Your fridge. laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Heck mentioned maybe the last couple of pods. He was like, you know what grinds my gears? So I thought we'd make it a talking point. What grinds your gears? What... Grinds your gears. Like for me, outside of footy, for me, like when we're, when we're at a supermarket or something, it's just there's people that have no, um, that aren't aware of their surroundings and stuff. Like I'll get, just stop right in the middle. I get trolley oh. rage if I'm in yeah. a supermarket. I avoid, to, uh, I avoid doing groceries now. Yeah. yeah. I get trolley rage. Like I'm always conscious of the space around me just in case I'm holding up someone or I'm in the way. Those people really grind my gears though. In rugby, at the moment, just giving you guys examples so, so you can go next. At the moment, like I love our refs. You guys all know I've always <laughs> always say good things about refs. They love me too. But I don't want to hear from them in the aftermath speeches. Yeah, I got thrown a bit of shade on uh, Saturday night, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even that. I said it the week <laughs> before as well. I don't want to hear from refs after the game, yeah. especially after a loss. We've got a Especially when you see the villagers or whatever you call yourselves. Yeah. Whatever you call yourselves. And we've got a... Yeah, gronk. And, <laughs> you know, etiquette, you give them free drinks. So I had to give that villager guy free piss, which is frustrating. I don't mind that. I do. He came again. I made him pay. It's ruining my uh, bottom line. Didn't like that guy anyway. Um, anyone else? His gears that have been grinded? Y- yeah, I... People that drive slow in the right-hand lane and they don't keep left until passing. That grinds my gears. rage and courage. Yeah. So I think got a bit of rage in there. <laughs> yeah. A bit of rage, eh? I'm a fairly placid guy most of the time, but, you know, that grinds my gears a bit. Like when you're, especially when you're in a rush to get somewhere mm. and you're running a bit late and you sort of get into that right lane and you're not speeding, but you're getting behind someone that's going 90, yeah, 85Ks yeah. and just... Really frustrating. Move over. Bit of a segue Let's from that. Yeah. How bad are the guys who go real fast in the passing lane and then slow right down as soon as it's over? <sighs> I hate those guys. Man, driving down Jackson Street or like past Kmart at the moment. Yeah. It really grinds my gears. Especially when you're like trying to get somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that Kmart thing is one of the worst intersections at the moment. Mm. On the rugby field? 
Um, I just hate the whole that head tap when someone does something wrong and you go up and give them opposition gives them a bit of a head tap when they've made a mistake. That, I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that. Eh? No. You know, just you know, you've done well. Just move on. Yeah, carry on. Pat, your team on the head. Yeah. Or yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, but yeah, in-game charhoos, I'm not a fan of, mm. especially for like just mundane tasks like a regulation tackle. You're not a fan of it, but does it grind your gears? It grinds my gears in a game. And then I'm the biggest advocate of post-game chahus, changing rooms, showers, club rooms. Love them, love, love them. I, um, I really dislike when people push the pedestrian button, but don't wait for, the, for it to turn green and they cross anyway. Yeah. So you're, you're stuck at the lights and no one's by the crossing road. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, big song. And then mm. you watch them, you're like, you're a dick. There's the crossing, and then the crossing right goes off. Bit of patience. Um, do you know what grinds my gears? What's that? Um, when Colts, I mean, people stand on the sideline at training and don't help out. Yeah. Just be a nuisance. Do you know what grinds my gears? What's that? When people are sore and they say they're injured. Mm-hmm. On that, you know what grinds my gears is when someone's got a hand injury or something else and yet they don't go out there and do fitness. Mm. Mm. Like, run. You don't run off your hand. Yeah. <sighs> do what grinds my gears <laughs> is when you're injured and you have a history of a weekend and you're not doing your rehab. Yeah. You're not playing. Well, you're not playing because you're getting injured on the weekend as well because you're drinking. Mm. Stay home. Actually, you know what's just really been grinding my gears? <laughs> What's been grinding your history? Yeah, um, this is when someone's like, oh, you're just feeling a bit tight tonight. I'll just chill. And then they'll chill through the hard things and then like play the touch. And mm. so, mate, you tired or what? Mm. You're not. Uh, one last one before I ask his if he's got any gears to grind. <laughs> or if his uh, gears have been grinded. <laughs> is um stupid questions. Stupid questions. I'm not just saying. I'm not just saying like someone asking a question. Oh, that's a stupid question. I'm saying when you've presented all the information, it's pretty clear in there. And like, and then someone's like, "What are we doing?" Oh, there are some howlers on the Colts thread, like fridge and clear, clear instructions, all the details. And then the next one will just be a question. It's already been answered. Yeah, you know what grinds my gears is saying there's no stupid questions. There's clearly stupid questions out there. Uh, Make sure, make sure you win your number ones. Oh, are we wearing number ones? <laughs> but it's not just, just cult stuff. What about, can you bring up Tony Gear and not bring it up? <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sad. Um, is anything growing in your gears at the moment? I think um, I'm too much of a, like a people pleaser. So kind of, you know, like I'm always just like, no, no I'm always just like, oh, mate. It is what it is. I'll fix it. Um, but it's interesting. In rugby, I hate it when people throw bottles on the ground. Oh, bro. Like, I'm, I'm with you. you. I'm with you. Honestly, like, when, when you guys are, when you guys are, yeah, you guys are blooming, doing your thing, we bring water out to you. Throw them on the ground next time, bro. And there's water carriers, and there's water carriers there, mm-hmm. and there's slots in the water carriers for the bottles to go into. Even on game days, like when they have a drink and they throw the bottle back again. There have been some games when I've honestly, and I'll rate my arm, I'll hit them on the head 20 yeah. metres away 
if the bottle gets thrown back at us. Like it, it's not that easy. it's not that hard to come mm. over and put the bottle into the thing. But yeah, so that's probably one thing. Much grinds my gears on going back because he plays with my head in terms of <laughs> trying to. Because you know how messes around that, with um, that OCD that I had, yeah. he, he flips his name tag upside down, and he actually tried me on Saturday because he um he, he like he swapped the Gatorade for a water. It was in the wrong row, so I had to move it back. So. Those little things. So he, he's all over it because he knows he knows how to grind my gears and stuff come game day. But you, you, some of the stuff you brought up driving slow in a fast lane, mm. little things like that. Um, yeah, but I'll I'll think of a few more. The water bottle was a good one because the the tea is the same. I did the tea for the ponies on uh, Saturday, and Bailey always gave me the tea back by hand. Didn't like hoof it on the ground. Or anything. Yeah, yeah. The bottles is a big the one. Right I hate it. Put it back in the carrier. Next time, next time that happens to you, and you take the water out, just just put them all out onto the ground. See what they do. Actually, I've got another um, gear grinder. Um, people who don't respond to you when you ask them how they're doing. Yeah. People that don't say actually, I'm going to throw a yapper under the bus. He doesn't say goodbye on the phone. <laughs> It's not America. Eh? <laughs> like, honestly, that's just a rude. Like, we're, just, we're chatting away, it? and then he'll go, "Oh, thanks, is," and then I go, "Oh, okay, now awesome, have a good day, mate." And before I've even that sentence has come out, um, but what was it? Sorry, what was the one I just said before that? Um, people who don't respond to you, but like you know, like you're going through Macca's, how's your day going? You know, stuff like that, and they don't, like they don't even, they don't respond to you. Like, so yeah, so when you when you ask someone a question, then they kind of give you the the cold shoulder. Yeah, can't really, yeah, parade. Those are really ones. Pretty rude people. <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't like when people call me bro and I don't know them. Especially people that work at, at places like in customer service. When they should be professional, they shouldn't be calling me bro. Yeah. Well, I don't know you, bro. You're really grinding my gears, mate. Oh, you just called him bro, yeah? Yeah, that's right. You called me bro first. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they gear grinders? Anything inside the club? Has to be a few in there. Um, when people stand in that narrow gap between the bar and the getting out to collect bottles or something, every Saturday night yeah. it seems to be everyone wants to hang out there. It's a good spot. Yeah, you're a you're an offender. Frequently, often. Yeah. You, Gus. Yeah, I don't like it when you turn up on like a Sunday or whenever and there's like empty bottles in the car park and stuff like that. Not a good look, I reckon. But does it grind your gears? It grinds my gears, but yeah, it's just a respect thing. You know, you shouldn't be drinking out there, but if you do, tidy up after yourselves. Nice. Mm. Good bit of gear grinding there, team. Throwing it out there. Hope suggested it. Money. <laughs> Don't talk it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Johns Brothers, SB Dubs, throw it out there. I think people, have, some people have um, kind of taken it for for gospel. Like they they only said, like if the opportunity come up or something that that they'll do it for free and stuff. And Maddie John said that he was quite conscious not to disrespect, disrespect the current coach that was in there as well. But they just said they'd love to if it come up. Yeah, I feel bad. Has he done a bad job, the current coach? I'm probably not. Well, he has done a good job. Yeah. So Matt Parrish has been in the role since I think 2013. 
13. Yeah. So oh, get him eight, out. Yes, six, seven, <laughs> eight years. Actually, one thing that um that actually yeah grinds grind my gears about Mad Parish was he actually tried to remove the devotion aspect out of the Tosamoa's weekly prep. Hey. Because the boys obviously there's a I mean obviously a lot of the Samoan players are devout Christians and and their faith is massive like a massive part for them and so obviously in the Samoan camp it's kind of you'd embrace it's, it's that, just, wouldn't you? It's yeah. just part of it, you know. Obviously, you know when you're part of your club setup or international, you know, like a Kiwi setup and stuff like that, there might be a select group. But when it actually comes into the Samoan camp, whether it be Tor Samoa, Model Samoa, netball team, they actually have a dedicated. You start your day with a devotion, you end your day with a devotion, and, mm. and stuff like that. Parish actually tried to remove that from the Tor Samoa, I think, last year or the year before. That's, I mean, that's what I heard and read. So if that's the case, then I mean, you just don't muck around with that kind of stuff in the, yeah. in the same one. No, if you wanted to get offside with someone, that'd be oh, the first, yeah, first yeah. thing you do, wouldn't you? But to be honest, he hasn't really done – they haven't gotten better, that's for sure. And I just <laughs> think what the Johns brothers and SPW would bring would obviously be they'd bring they'd bring that element of players wanting to play for Samoa and actually um, put their eligibility towards playing for Samoa. So it's probably something – I know. interesting, I think I read that Parrish should – that just confirmed that he yeah every, someone rugby league yeah. just released something today saying they're fully yeah. behind him and so there's a bit of no changes there's a bit of you know corrupt goings on it has been for for ages and yeah and some of the island setups especially in Samoa Tonga and that but you know I, I wouldn't rule I wouldn't rule it out already I'd, <laughs> I'd um, at least you know have a discussion and because yeah because because bringing that that kind of caliber into a new setup would um all of a sudden you know. We saw what Tonga can do. When they yeah, because that's what they're effectively trying to say is that they want to try and get all those um, Kiwis and Aussie players that are some on heritage to be like the Tongans and, you know, the pretty good team when they have. I mean, the Roger Tuivasa Sheks and, yeah, pretty handy. Is the um, Prime Minister of Samoa still the head of the rugby union? Yeah. Was well, he still the Prime Minister of Samoa? Didn't they just have an election recently? What's happening there? Wasn't there some? Oh, bit, to, yeah, yes, yeah. There's still better. I'm gonna go yeah, with corruption, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the his opposition was apparent. He was pretty close to getting in, wasn't he? Hmm. And then had to go to deliberation or whatever. And yeah, stop the steal. That was a while ago. Don't know. I saw this one clip that came up on like Instagram or Facebook, where I think one of the opposition guys bit back and had a go at, at the prime minister, which was good. Good stuff in Samoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, next point. Huge. Pablo Matera. Good or bad? Good or bad for New Zealand rugby? What do you guys think? Great. I love it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, there's a debate that um, you know, it deprives a Kiwi-born player of a position in the Crusaders, but no, I like it. It adds intrigue. It's smart by the Crusaders because you're going to have a Argentinian audience that's going to probably um, watch most of the games now to see how he goes and performs so as well as other people they want to know how you know he's pretty good for Argentina so see how he goes in Super Rugby and a Kiwi team so obviously he's played for Haguaris before but yeah I think it's a good thing if I worked for a front office of one of these franchises I'd always be looking out to see who's like coming off contract and mm. and things like that and just float float an email out there Gene I think it's great we have guys of his calibre wanting to come here and play mm. I mean who 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 would you have above him at the moment, at eight, he was pretty devastating. That last rugby championship, 
I'd like to see a Billy Von Pollo come out here. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. be pretty cool to see. Was this a question a few weeks ago, if we could get a player into a Super Rugby team overseas? No? Something like that. Yeah. Here you're bad, but... Classic Crusaders. Like, there is, and there has been a few comments I've read online of people sort of saying, you know, that, that tagline, you know, it's why can't they just grow home, homegrown talent? I guess the same as Don Bird, even though Dominic Bird's a Hawks Bay product. He's played all his rugby outside of the region. Canterbury and that, and Hurricanes have just signed him, so... Yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good signing? 30-year-old lock, former All Black. Oh, it just seems like we're always signing shitters, bro. Like, <laughs> he's he's good. Like, he, Yeah, he's an All Black, and, and he might still have it. But I wouldn't be progressive with our signings, though. What do you call him, a shitter? <laughs> nah, not him. I yeah. just said the signing. I think we're lacking oh. that big body, that lock. I think yeah. you know, it's not a bad decision. Yeah, you want to see the homegrown talent too. I think as soon as it starts becoming wholesale and, you know, we're buying in a lot of guys, mm. you'd be worried. But a couple of guys I think is good. I think, you know, and now these Crusader guys get to mix with, with him and experience different, you know, language, culture. I think that's what rugby's all about, you know. What am I getting a, maybe a, a Japanese player over in the Canes or something like that? Yeah. Like the Highlanders. Got, I mean, same thing as the Highlanders. He's, he's good as he well. He is mean. Mm. Yeah. And again, that's added a um, lot more viewers from Japan as well yeah. that are watching their game. So. Man, he throws himself around. Mm. Make him better too. He should have had a few Make HIAs, but he just shakes them off, I think. He's solid. He's a big boy. Yeah. If the Hurricanes could sign someone overseas, who would you sign? You'd look at a troubled position, wouldn't you? Like a prop or a first five or a halfback or something like that and sign someone. I was going to say the Japanese hooker. I love that guy. But no, Dan Coles is not. Choose someone that um, you can build a team around. I'll get a first five in. Yeah, who Definitely. would you pick? I don't know. I don't Farrell. know enough. Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> Add some comedy. Does he play rugby too? <laughs> He's not really on He's form semi-pro. at the moment. Yeah. Who's the best 10 out there at the moment? I'll be... If, oh. At a super level, it's Mong, isn't it? Surely. But international, who would be the best 10? I'll be Bowden, but overseas, one of the French fellas. Who'd you got to make? Yeah. Romain. Who'd you guys say that there's a good French nine out there at the moment? Oh, you... oh yeah. I'd actually, get Antoine you'd get him, yeah. Oh, I'll get Antoine Dupont in there. Sean Condon. Um, and, you know, oh, he'd, we he'd, make, nine, he'd yeah. make the... Well, he'd make the 10 better. Yeah, actually, so that, yeah, that, that, that'd be the player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dupont. Dupont. Antoine Dupont. <laughs> uh, nephew of Condon. Oh, yeah. Condon. Jeans <laughs> Condon. <laughs> yeah, Dominic Bird... Um, Former under twenties player, obviously an All Black, um, but I don't know that Wellington are really um, a, a, a lights in that area anyway. Because we've got Nate Tour, Saint Plumtree, and obviously Wire can do a job for us. I would have, I would have. Plumtree's up. coming back from the Blues for Lions. Oh yeah, he'll play okay. NBC, yeah? yeah, as will as will Nate Tour. But um, we we I would have broken the bank to get a prop, you know. Yeah. Like I don't know, Michael Winnie Puller. Like you know, we we need a we need a front run. Yeah. But it's that's a great call. Curious day. Yeah. Well, as you said the other the other day, Lonnie Uhila would be would be brilliant. Mm. John R four. John R four. No, that's kind of backwards. Um, Hawani Tui. Mm. Mm. Pit Cowan. Definitely a first five though. With the Canes. We We've just got Ruben Love now though. We've got Ruben Love. Oh, yeah. He's sorry. playing mint. That's what I was meant to say. They should have started him at the start of the year, given him more games. 
He's the guy next year, surely. Yeah. Pretty sure the Hurricanes have signed Nathan Morgan as well. So a couple of young first fives there. He put Ruben Love with uh, Dupont. Mm. 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 Probably shouldn't have had their last bite. <laughs> um, Woman in Rugby Week. Is this just the Wellington? I think it is that. Hope. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I don't think they have it in Hawke's Bay. Yeah, I think it's just something they're doing in Wellington. So they've started off with that gala day on Saturday and it goes all of next week as well. Mm. So it's actually not... Was it this week yeah, or next nah, week? it's actually next week. It's from the 8th. Um, it's from 8th to the 15th. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, we, we kick in this week. We That's right. We start on Saturday, so it's, it's valid. Yeah, good point. Um, and then on Tuesday, so pre when we'll do our next pod, there's also a, a training run for junior girls as well at Jayville, Johnsonville. Uh, 4.45 to 5.45, I believe. So um, junior girls of all ages can go on and get a bit of a skill session and things like that up in Johnsonville. So um, I think Aubrey might take her along, have a bit of a look oh. at it. It'd be cool. What if that's a funny old time to have it in Jayville? So it was meant to be on Saturday, um, this Saturday coming up from 9 till 10, but then junior rugby starts on Saturday. So there was a clash. So they've had to move it to Tuesday night or Tuesday evening. So, yeah, it is interesting, but, yeah, that's what they're going for. Aubrey enjoying her footy? Uh, they had their first run around tonight. Nice. Um, bit of a meet and greet and a bit of a, a sausage sizzle. Hey. Back. Yeah, but first game this weekend, uh, playing against another Petoni team, so she's pretty pumped for it, huh? Smash Excited. them, Aubrey. Yeah, sm- yeah it's Ripper. Smash them in their face. Oh. <laughs> but... Nah, she's pretty excited, so she um, had a choice between hip-hop. She's been doing hip-hop dancing the last term. She had a choice between that or rugby, and she chose rugby. So that was interesting to the point where she was obviously going to finish hip hop for the term and start rugby this term. And we took her to hip hop for the last one, and she started crying and having a bit of a tantrum because she wanted to go to rugby. So well, if she wants, she can still play rugby, and I can take her through some hip hop dancing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, huge on a level of chilled out to Tiger Woods' dad. Um, what kind of um, parent are you? No, nah, I'm pretty chilled out. I reckon. Um, yeah, I get. <laughs> oh, my son probably wears the brunt of it when I'm coaching his team, and to, but that's because he's can be a little shit at times, but and not listening more than anything. But nah, I'm pretty chilled out. I'm not. I'm pretty relaxed in what they do. I like them to be involved in a sport, but I don't really mm. care what sport it is. To be fair, like if Keone decided to give up rugby, but he wanted to play soccer or basketball or whatever, then that's all good with me. No. <laughs> is the punishment for the coach's son um, if we, when he's talking when you're talking? Talking is it still go touch the fence? Yeah, but we get the whole team to do it now. Oh, so not, oh punish everyone! Yeah, oh. Punish everyone! You are a Tiger goes. Woods you, there. You feel a bit <laughs> guilty? Oh no, it's just run, run. You know, run a tight ship. That's all. Hmm. Bridget, you talk about this uh, woman in rugby week kicking off obviously this weekend. Um, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago. Eh? But obviously, you said that it, the gala day for the woman just seemed like it was kind of token thing, which you know. There is a bit of an element to that, which is a, a real shame because you know there's going to be four games on the rec kicking off at eleven thirty, and then there's a fifth game here at kicking off at eleven thirty. So all the women will be kicking off at the same time. So there'll be there'll be a crowd down there, which is awesome. But um, you know, with the with the women's game growing and the 
in you know popularity we talked about it should it be on a Sunday so mm. the guys can get all their games out of the way and then we can just absolutely flood Tony Rick and yeah. get get everyone along. I thought um, could we have a double header like maybe have a, a Saturday in the calendar where there's only four clubs that don't have women's teams so I think it's um, Johnsonville, Tawa, the Axemen and Upper Hutt. So. You know, look if it's if it was if it was to be this year, then maybe we just schedule those teams to play each other, those four clubs. But there's ten clubs that have a premier women's team along with a premier team. So at the rec, we have the ten premier women's teams playing and the ten premier men's teams playing, and we just have it seven style. So have your twenty gazebos and whatever. Mm. So your ten men's teams and ten women's teams have a gazebo. But it gets it'll get all the followers, supporters, and the mm. fans out to the one venue. To support um, the woman first, and then follow it up with you know. So, how good would it be to have the ponies playing mm. cuddle boys one on number ideas. one, followed up with the you know, mm. and so it's a double header, mm. and you get all your club fans at the one venue mm. watching. Because um, it's just a shame. Like I'd, yeah. I'd love to be here on Saturday to watch the you know to watch the get them mm. behind and watch the woman play, but obviously we're playing somewhere else. But there's got to be another way that we can do it. That's what's been so awesome about the last few weeks is sharing the field with the ponies. You had a women's game, a couple of men's games. I'm not against the, the gala day idea. It just seems weird we lump them, all these ladies on one field somewhere and kind of market it as a gala day, but there's only the woman there. It's just a bit odd. I've, yeah, it's been awesome sharing the, the, num- the ponies got the number one changing room and they've had the number one field a couple of times. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I like both ideas. <clears throat> I like I, I lean towards the Sunday more, just because like I reckon most of our teams would come down and watch it. Or even if it was a sad day and the men played on a Sunday or something like that, I reckon would get most most of the men's teams down here to watch. Most of that we can watch as a Colts team when we're at the same field. It's kind of some of the first half, just like you guys when you rock up to a one o'clock game before you start your prep. Yeah, the, the difference with the men's gala day, like they've done at Te Awakarangi Park, eh? is that it's on the day all the teams got the one venue. I think there's one game at Māori Bank, but there's no other grades playing. So, with a premier team, like you can you can actually get all your supporters down there and watch yeah. your team because none of our other club teams are playing. But if you're on Saturday, you've got all the women playing here, but the Colts, Premier Reserves, 85s are all in season, so. There's, there's got to be a better way that we can I never loved that Trentham one. It was just an injury factory going out there. Oh, Trent, oh yeah, no, oh, Trentham. Trent, rock you know. hard, yeah, there's fields. Yeah. Uh, well, next week we'll highlight uh, the women in our club. Although <laughs> some women that uh, do the work around mm. our club, uh, whether it be on the field or uh, as an admin or even around the club and stuff because we, we're pretty lucky to have a, a big bunch of um, women that kind of do all those hard jobs for us and help out and, and things like that. Um, Mother's Day. Is it the Sunday? Yeah. It's Father's. Sunday. Sunday. What day? What day is it? Sunday. Sunday? Uh, Mother's, Mother's Day. Father's Day. Sunday. Mother's Day. <laughs> um, you guys got any memories of your mums in rugby? What day is Sunday? Mother's Day. No one? Mother's at rugby? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, just the 
um, you guys all know my mum. She's pretty loyal and she's pretty avid follower of Potato Rugby. So she's down here pretty much every single game. Um, loves a few bourbons in the club rooms afterwards as well. So mm. it's nice. But yeah, now nah, she's just been here. Yeah, one of those supporters that's always been there and rain, hail or sunshine. She's always on the sideline. So yeah, pretty committed supporter. Do you do anything special for Mother's Day? Just the standard, what, brunch, breakfast, lunch? Yeah. Cheeky presents. Do you guys, do people do presents for Mother's Day? Yeah. Wait, this Sunday? Yeah, Mother's Day. Just check. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, great Mother's Day check, guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, Mum. Uh, sweet gambling corner from Mother's Day straight into <laughs> the weekly uh multi smooth transition from you, Fridge. Yeah, just getting nothing from the panel here. Um, alrighty, <coughs> welcome to Gambling Corner. If you're having trouble gambling, just contact I 100, lose your mortgage. <laughs> All right, huge. No, no, no. Start someone else. It's been me and Fridge. Yeah, we, we've week. gone first. Yeah. We'll start with these. I think Ease has got two on the trot, so we'll start with these. We're going to go rugby league. Rugby. Rugby league. Rabbitoh Storm. Two bully. Storm are $1.33. So not hot favourites, but definitely favourites. Look, I don't think he needs your odds. He's, a, he's an arrogant panther, isn't he? <laughs> okay. It's going to be Storm 1 to 12. I'd love to see Rabbitohs get up. But they they can't without um, Reynolds. Storm so storm good. storm one to twelve. Storm one to twelve. It's really close. Mm. Lock it in, Eddie. Eddie two eighty eight. That'll help the multi. Mm. Fridge. Oh, it's not the Penrith Panthers aren't worth it. Dollar and nine. Wasting my time. Eels Roosters. Para are favourites. Dollar fifty six. Sorry, just what are the Sharks paying on that Panthers game? Six dollars eighty. Oh, oh. Should be paid more than that. Um, Paramount Eels one fifty six. Sydney Roosters two thirty five. Jeez. See the um, brothers out, eh? Yeah, that was gutting to see that. Brett Morris. Well, just ACLs, though. Yeah. Swag, so. Just an injury. <laughs> oh, okay, let's go, Eels. We can just go head to head. Eels head to head. Just to be safe, yeah. Dollar fifty six. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, The Warriors. Hope. Chiefs Mana Crusaders. Chiefs three dollars seventy outsiders. Ooh, the probably mana. the probably the more form team. Yes, the mana. Crusaders, classic dollar twenty-four. I want the Chiefs to win. I think we all want the Chiefs to win. <laughs> Put your gambling hat on. No, you do you, you choose. Think about Liam. Chiefs on the nose, three seventy. Miss him, <laughs> not aching. <laughs> <laughs> if the Chiefs win, it's going to be close, though, isn't it, anyway, realistically? So we might as well go. Can we do a group choice on that one? I'm happy with the Chiefs call. Vote. 
Yeah, I'm happy with Chiefs. Eugene, you look apprehensive. No, Chiefs, fine. Oh, Eugene on the fence, Smith over there. <laughs> so what is it, Chiefs what? Chiefs 1 to 12, 450. Don't put my yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's your call. <laughs> uh, huge. Yeah. Tommy Bruh. And the Sea Eagles. There's the Warriors. Manly favourites, dollar forty six. Warriors two sixty five. They're not that bad. Sea Eagles is Tommy's not injured, is he? Unbelievable. What? Kind of fan, are you? No, no, no. This is this gambling. This, this is gambling. Oh, no, nah, I'm stripping you. Well, it's a win-win situation here. No, so I'm going to go see yours. Tommy Warriors won last week. We go from history of their season. They've never won two in a row. Geez, they had a bad second half too. Mm. And look, if the Warriors win and we lose the bet, well, I'm happy. No. What day that's, are the Warriors? Not... <laughs> yes. Easy for you to say huge. It's my bloody TOB account. <laughs> it's one win. Seagulls. Right, seagulls. Just hit Ted. You know what really grinds my guess? Because <laughs> it support teams and don't support them. I support them. As I said, it's a win-win for me. Not a lot of other rugby out there, eh? What's your one hack? Oh. One? High in St. Bernard's? Oh. Just not a lot of, yeah, not a lot of rugby you know at the moment. I think High paid $98. <laughs> Shout out to Oh, Reed's, and... Reed's Brumbies. Reds dollar fifty five favourites. Is that the final? Yeah. Yeah. Brumbies two thirty. Reds are good though. This this season. You reckon Brumbies two thirty? Mate, it's your call. Make a call. Yeah, back yourself. I don't like these all all in. You know, really grinds my gears. <laughs> Reds are the I'll go Reds on the nose one fifty five. Brumbies championship caliber. Yeah, no, nah, dodgy call. Is this going towards our Christchurch trip, folks? <laughs> yeah, pot on tour. Discuss that with Nadine on the. Uh, Do we want to chuck a chuck a French game in? Is um, Dupont playing? Toulouse versus La Rochelle. Toulouse dollar fifty nine favourites. Pretty safe, isn't it? I don't know. Why are we kind of at Toulouse or Toulon? He's at Toulouse. I don't know. Do we need the money or something? <laughs> Do we need more bets? Yeah, Hex going with two loose, just on the nose. One fifty nine. It's going rogue. Six league multi, paying seventy two seventy four. Splash out this week, put six bucks on it. Oh, should pay uh, four thirty six forty seven. Four thirty six oh. right. dollars. Yeah. Forty seven cents. So lock that, and that'll happen. Like that. All right. Thank you for Gambling Corner. Tickets on the ferry, locked in. In a vehicle. Done. That's where I'm hosting. <laughs> Thank you. May the odds be ever in your favour. May the fourth be with you. And the fourth. I oh, true that. Star Wars. Yeah. Shout out. Weekend ahead. <clears throat> Village Games Premiers v Javel Talk to me I think um, Javel or no scrubs No I think it's going to be tighter than we think 
but I think the boys get up. I think it's us by 10. 10? It's a good side, Jovo, man. They've got that quality um, yeah. first five always in Ori. And you sure you don't want to go Jovo 12 and under? Even though you're back for Sony? Win win. No, no. It's only win. It's only win by 10 to 12. Um, Polar, Kenny Kenny Lau, too. Great, yeah. cold, good cold boy. Oh, they're a good side. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I think Jayville uh, a lot better than what they have previous been previous years. Um, I still think if we play to our ability, we'll get get the win. Um, but yeah, premise obviously obviously to win thirteen plus. Hope. Um, yeah, I'll go off the premise. I have no idea what Johnson looks like, so just back the boys. Big easy. Yeah, niggly old place to go, Jay. Mm. Oh, ah. no, no, that's oh. Everything know. about it. The car park. Yeah. The dressing People. rooms. The warm up area, which is nothing. There There's is just a, literally a strip. Yeah. Um so run up the hills to get to the game. Oh, yeah, it's hill. just yeah. best thing best thing about Jay is, is the pies. The best thing about Jay yeah, is good fresh price. and it's been closed twenty years. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, we just need to get in there and get the get the job done and walk away with the five competition points. I actually think the boys will blow them off the park. To be honest, um, yeah, I know it's a big call, and I, yeah, obviously, I'll be keeping an eye on what Jay will be doing. Yeah, we'll blow them out. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think our boys coming off last week pretty pretty unhappy with obviously the result against North, and I just think um, when when we look good, we look really good. To be honest, and I, I think. Um, the boys will be keen to get out there, and it's always hostile out at Jable. We'll get out there and, and do a number on them, I think. So, I think we could blow them out yeah. late. Yeah. Look, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going 20 plus. Um, oh. Look, they've played Paraplum, Bagaris, Upper Heart, Ori's, and Avalon. Get out of here. I do enjoy their new strip too this, this season. Yeah. A little change up. Nice. It's nice. They beat Avalon 41-29. Avalon. Home of the no academy players. Don't sleep on the wolf pack. <laughs> I mean the wolves. All right. Yeah, back in our boys. Like you said, big points proof. Big comeback. Before McBain, baby. Don't sleep on the villages. Into the ref, yes, we are the villages. Oh, Hell Park. Do you miss the cage too? Miss going to the cage, huge? Cage wasn't as, as bad as Jayville. Like the, the apart from the having to share the sheds with other people. <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, the that fact that if you got a scratch, yeah, it's green. likely to get infected. Yeah, it was green the next day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Oh, the cage was nice. Love it was nice tips. if you were playing on the number one. Yeah. Yeah. Outside the bit of a wind trap down there bog. as well, eh? Yeah, a bog and a bit of a wind trap. Mm. And you had to do a wee bit of a hike to the change uh, yeah. afterwards. So good, though. Lake. Real windy yeah. day and the cage would rattle. Yeah. To be honest with you, I can't stand going to grounds in town. Yeah. And, and I mean, even, I mean, I throw Jable and Tower in the mix there, but I mean, apart from Wainui here, we're actually pretty lucky with some of the facilities out here in the hut. It just agree. seems to be so much more room to kind of move and do your thing. For activities. Um, but yeah, going to town is always niggly. Yeah. Thank goodness the Colts are obviously going to be transferred back here to Botanic. Oh, I hated it. And I was talking about it on Saturday when we were out at Kilburnie Park. Especially after losing, I was like, that was probably one of the things I said to the Colts actually after the game. 
So we've got to come out here and do it all over again. But at Polar Grant, where did you and Walsh park, Fridge? Me and Gus parked uh, just on the main street outside uh, PK Club Rooms. Yeah, parking's terrible at all those city clubs, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Terrible. Tony Rick, so much parking options around. Yep. You know what guys want to guess? The jokes. Uh, the ponies. Playing host. Women in uh, cl- club rugby week. Or rugby week. Playing host to about uh, 100 Ori's uh, <laughs> players and supporters. Hope. Give us a prediction. Obviously, I want to say we're going to win. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yep, stay in it. I'm down with that. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough ask um, for the ponies this week, playing um, Ori's um, first, second, third and fourth 15s, but they're up to it. They can do it. Yeah, I, I, I made a bold prediction last week, and obviously I was incorrect. I said the ponies were going to win the rest of the games in the second round. Actually, quick question. You got It's got three games in the second round. Is there any more footy after that? Um, and then it goes the second round. Yeah. Promotion, relegation. Eh? Possibly interesting. The last time at training, they said that maybe they'll actually bring two teams up instead and yeah. keep four, so six in the top and four in the bottom rather than relegation. Cool. So I was worried there was only going to be six probably... games. No, so we're supposed to have 11 games this season. Yeah. So it just depends on what's going to happen with that relegation. Promotion thing. Oh, man, I really wish we played so our local teams. Yeah, we meant to freaking get them with some hot old boys and wine away or something like that. Surely the union would just, on a, on a McBain day, just have a one off friendly week or rival week and play Petoni versus Hob and Womans, wouldn't you? You'd think. You'd think. You'd think. But we got OBU at home. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it'll make more sense if, you know, part of oh, you, You're not even playing Huddle Boys Colts. No, we're playing, playing OBU, OBU at home that day. What? Yeah. And then play Huddle Boys away the following week. That is ridiculous. Idiots! Yeah. Um, it would make ridiculous. sense for Paramata Primitive and Huddle Boys to come up to that first div, and, yeah. you know, they'll be, they'll be a lot more competitive than any of the other four at the moment. So, And it'll be a shame if, the, obviously, if the ponies have to drop down to that second div because. Then you'll be running up ridiculous scores against you know those teams as well. So it makes more sense to bring those two up. But yeah, like you said, for the Colts to be scheduled to play over you on McBain Day, just I don't know what's going on. It's no thank you. No, not at all. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you guys. Um, <laughs> Premiers Blue, the Auris, probably at home as well. Tank, will he, will he be back? Yeah, it was a bit ginger tonight um, with that Achilles, so he's, yeah, maybe not not looking likely. We'll be back. Yeah, but. What's worries? Hopefully Tyrell's back. Um, Big Sam, I think he's due back soon as well. Yeah, um, yeah so we'll just have to wait and see what it's looking like. If there's any props out there, come down to the club. We'd love to have you. Hmm. Coaching clinics, 5.30 on Fridays. 
depends on what's on. I have to cook dinner and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, the whites, Premier Reserve whites against uh, one of your all Surely looking for a cheeky dub there. Hopefully the Wainui Prems aren't playing directly after because I know they were played a few Premier guys last, last season. Got done over, but yeah, they'll be targeting this one for sure. Get up the mark. And Corey's, Corey's. Corey's, Colts. <laughs> Unbelievable way. I'm going to go Colts 13 plus. How's Ori's Colts been tracking? Just the same as any other team in the scrape, to be honest, bro. They pushed Holland. We'll some more on Saturday. OBU's the only really want real team sticking out. Yeah, they pushed right over them. That's what I'm here. They pushed right past them. Yeah, see how it goes. Roll the dice, give it a nudge. Here we go. I mean, the key here is just to score more points than them. Yep. <laughs> Better win you the game. Good plan. Good game plan. Cool. Around the grounds. Avalon. Give me a 12 and under 13 plus. Uh, Avalon Wolfpack versus Ori's Outside. Outside by 14. Outside 13 plus. Yeah, Ori's by 20 plus. Hope. Yeah, Ori's. Yeah, Ori's comfortably. Yeah, yep. me. Definitely 30 plus. Uh, Northern United Wolfpack versus <laughs> Parramatta Plumerton Wolfpack. Hammerheads. <laughs> no, sorry, the Hammerheads. This game's going to be played at Ornaputal Park. Nice. Oh, As you about, this is Heritage Round for the North. So what they do is um, they'll be wearing, I think, the Tite Bay strip. When they play Parramatta Plumerton, and I think they're doing a bit of a Mother's Day thing as well. The players will mm. walk onto the field with their mums, or yeah, it's a pretty cool. representative. That's cool. yeah. I had to chat to a couple of the North boys, and they were really looking forward to it. So it's a really big day for them. It's so cool to be able to show. So they've got a big weekend program. They can think and do some stuff at the Tuesday Bay Rugby Club or one of the clubs out there on the Friday night, Saturday night, and then the big shindig on the Sunday as well. So that's something really cool that Northern mm. United do as a there's a club to honour the clubs that obviously merged to form Norths back in the early 90s. So it's pretty cool. So if you're out that way. It's a great uh, initiative, yeah. the mums. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, actually, we should do something next week. We'll talk about it off here for women in uh, rugby week next oh, week. I thought you were talking merger. Yeah. Uh, don't think uh, everyone will be down. <laughs> <laughs> OBU v MSP game of the round, surely. Talks to me, talks to I me. think the way MSP are playing at the moment, I think they win comfortably by 10. Um, so 12 and under, but yeah. I'll agree. I think MSP will win, but it'll be a close one. I reckon it'll be one or two points in it. Um, but yeah, game around for sure. Top of table clash. Should be interesting. I think it's the Aiden Morgan factor. If they have him, it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. If not, it's closer. Hope. Yeah, I think MSP as well. Don't know about the points, but hope you'll get up and Oh, you heard it here first. Yeah. Can you change with the soccer players? <laughs> Brings the best out of people. I'm, uh, I'm with this. 
Don't want to see him SP1, so OBU 12 and under. Tower. Wolfpack. <laughs> versus Ponaki. Street no, Kids. They are the Wolfpack, eh? They are yeah. the Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah. As of 2021. Tower, Lindhurst. Ooh, I think mm. Tower sneak it at home. 12 and under. It's a close one. I think Tower win comfortably 13 plus. I'll just go Pornicky. <laughs> oh, I think that Pornicky ship's sinking at the moment. Yeah, Tower. Comfortably at Lindhurst. Yep. Tower smoke them. Absolutely Whoa. roll them up. Take it easy. Light them up. Smoke it. Inhale. Exhale. Get to sleep. Smoke them. Uh, upper heart. Wolfpack. Versus. <laughs> oh, X-Men. Big year for the X-Men. Hey? <laughs> 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 yeah, X Men, huge, huge year for the um, the Wellington X Wolfpack <laughs> in their 150th year. I think they lose. Given the X, they so lose ooh. honorably. It's upper hut. Yeah, yeah, I think upper hut. By fifteen. Yeah, up to win. Uh, I'm going to say. Is that Maidstone? Twenty. Yeah, up there. Yeah, up up by twenty five. Home in the Ram Pack. <laughs> yeah, up at twenty. Hope. Up The Wolf Rams. Up up. <laughs> yeah, the Rams and the Cancer. Yep, out at Maidstone. By about twenty. <laughs> Pretty we're sitting on the fence on this next one, eh? Yeah, get up the Rams 12 and under. Oh no, sorry, 13 plus. Omata William Jones Park against the Huddle Boys Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> the Sheagles, <laughs> yeah, those flying wolves. Yep. Yeah, I think um, Hobham have bounced back, eh? Perfect time for uh, for McBain. I think they win. They win by 10. Hobham 12 and under. Yeah, why don't we love this game? They love this game. They'll get up for it. Uh, you two, you got the Wolf Eagles? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to pick one of you, actually. Hey! Uh, Yep, no, I think they're going to get up. Um, I had a meeting with Dan yesterday and I asked him if he could just kindly batter the Huddle Boys boys ready for McBain the following week and he said he would. So, yeah, I think the... A few elbows. Potential Ruben Love release or no? Probably not. I don't want to save him. Um, But yeah, I'll go Omata close, one to two points. Yeah, Omata, we need you. Mm. Hope. I'm going to go Wainoi. Omata. Is he? Yeah, no, I think, I think Wanu get up. I think they'll be buoyed by last weekend's um, victory. And it's a grudge match, a local grudge match. And we, we don't need Hutt to, um, you know, to, to Wanu do us any favours with, with, with Hutt. I think, you know, obviously we'll be ready for them if they get up or not. But I think Wanu will retain the Risen Trophy this weekend. Uh, yeah, Wanu, got to get up. Smash Hutt in the face. 
This is why you guys aren't good gamblers. I don't, I don't think, I don't, yeah. Games like this is just like us versus one or us versus that. Doesn't matter who's playing, you always get up from. Yeah, over a bit, over to the uh, Rebecca Liu, Anna. You gonna fix me there? You gonna fix me here? I don't think I need to fix you. Liwana. Liwana. My bad. Norse. Wolfpack versus MSP. Red Machine. Hack. Norse. Sorry, it's not Hack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MSP have some exciting outside bags. I'll go MSP. Yeah, not Norse. Comfortably. Oh, sorry, you're Norse. Ah, uh, yeah, Norse for me. Yeah, I'm going to back him in speed here. Just to be different. They pushed Norse close last time, eh? Yeah. Yep. Was it a two-pointer or But they did get smoked last week. No, no, they oh, got quite smashed by Norse. Okay. I'm going to um, renege my decision and say <laughs> Norse. OBU versus Huddle Boys. She Eagles. Yeah, Huddle Boys. Yep, same. 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 Paraplum versus Avalon. That's a good game. Hammerhead Sheewolves. Yeah. Hammerheads. Paraplum. Yeah. Yeah, Paraplum and uh, Tamsin get another hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> Did she play Sevens for us? <laughs> last, last year? No? Uh, no. Are those girls still playing for Paraplum? These girls are good, man. Yeah. And then almost uh, PK. Probably PK. It'll be fizzing from their win last weekend. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Pornicky. Yeah, up the street, girls. Yep. Pornicky. Yep. Agreed. 13 plus. Around the table to wrap up. Uh, before we do that, sorry. Uh, beer pong this week. No more entries taken, thank you. It's way too many. The miss has just gone on the Premier page saying there's those six uh, teams to fill up. The it's way position. too many. <sighs> yeah, cut it. Cheeky no, buy round. We there's nothing it. wrong we with a buy round have, at the start. We need it to have the, the full complement of rounds. Huh? But I'm, I'm sure they'll fill up. There'll be a couple yeah, of stragglers at the club. It'll be here. Cheeky lottery for It'll be a first round buy. Gonna be a great night. Any want to get in there? Mm. Even if you're not taking part, come down. Bring your membership cards and your ID. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Quiz night, twenty eighth of May. Twenty eighth of May. The night after. Oh yeah. Oh. That's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. We'll be there. We'll all be there. Round the table. Uh, up to much this week. Looking forward to this weekend. What's the go? Final words. Yeah, just looking looking forward to another slate of footy on Saturday. Um, and the golf day next Friday. We've only got about three, four spots left for teams. Um, so email treasurer at if you want to get in there. It should be a great day. Just nine holes, so nice and quick. 
you know, a few beers in the clubhouse, um, doing a few raffles and free heinies and sausage sizzle. So it should be a good afternoon. Mm. Um, there'll be the usual uh, closest to the pin and uh, longest drive and stuff like that. So that'll be be an awesome day. So yeah, booking your teams and there's sponsorship opportunities too. If you want to sponsor a hole, I think there's only four or five left of those. So yeah, get in touch with uh, treasurer at tonyrugby.co.nz or .com. What is it? Dot <laughs> .nz. .nz. .com. I think it's .com, yeah. Uh, treasurer at petonyrugby.com. Huge. Yeah, just uh, looking forward to another week of training. Um, mentioned before, junior rugby starts this week. Um, official game, so looking forward to that. It's going to make my Saturdays very busy. Get uh, out the juniors. Yep, so starting Aubrey's game at 9, Keone's game at 10, both thankfully at... Oh, you're back on, yeah, eh? Yeah, both thankfully at um, Patoni Rec, one after the other, so it makes it a bit easier. Yep, 10, um, which is good. New recruit, um... Darius Lawanitana's son, which uh, made a massive impact, so it's going to be good to have him in the team. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. It'll be good and all junior rugby, so all junior fields are going to be all filled up on a Saturday morning, which is a great sight to have. Um, and then, here, eh? yeah, and then look, looking forward to uh, obviously some more senior rugby as well. Post that, all go, and then Mother's Day Sunday. Yeah, get down there if, you, if you're available. Come bring your breakfast down or your brunch. Mm. Have you prep as a player? Watch the juniors and then start heading off to your games. It's great. Um, so all the prem players have been allocated to a junior team. Uh, Siwa and I um, turned up to both the game on Saturday, our preseason game on Saturday and Sunday. Um, he walked in on Sunday looking fairly dusty, but he still turned up, which is surprised he was alive on Sunday. Oh, mate, he he did turn up about half time, um, and he had lost his car keys, hmm. <laughs> but um, I think Lai had them. Well, they got maybe confiscated as well. Ah, uh, they were that on the bar. <laughs> yeah, when so, we take clean up. But no, it was good. Good commitment from Sue. He's um, good getting there, getting involved. So, which is awesome. Jeez, when Sue has a few cokes, I feel like um, he's really bears the brunt of that. Oh, he's really in his ear, aggressively. I bore the brunt of a, a lot of it. Said that night as well. And me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a lot of kisses from him. Yeah. Is he the new Hayden at all? He, he does doesn't mind a, a kiss. Hey, it's a romantic place, the rugby club. Hmm. If you're looking for romance, come down to the rugby club. <laughs> uh, Hope. <laughs> What's your weekend looking like? Just what it's been looking like for the last five weeks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I've got no life. <laughs> uh, no, you're just working this weekend, then rugby this weekend. Gonna take out the comp, so. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got a Making costume yet? Oh, no. Nah, those were my number ones. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think it's all been said. Just obviously a bit of mahi and looking forward to the weekend. Obviously, we're on the road after um, been playing at home for three weeks in a row. We're getting quite comfortable back here, but we'll get on the road and get out to Javel. As nippy as it is, we'll, we'll just get out there and do a job and then come back and get in some people. I mean, you're usually going to take it out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What if I reckon? What if you try and do the warp up on that hill? Do the what? The, the warm, warm up on the hill. Imagine doing a little four corners on that hill. I'm pretty sure one year we did warm up on that little patch of grass on that side there. You know where the car park is? He's like that verge, mm. oh, yeah. that little mound there. Mm. I think we warmed up there one time. Jeez, yeah, it was tough, tough on the old ankles. 
Mm. And then if you go down to the, the far end, like midwinter, and it's a bit of a bog down there, mm. very wet, sinkage factor, high. Yeah. Especially on the sideline as well. Probably looking at a good two to three inches for old fridge. They might be selling myself short, but probably be even more, depending on the footwear. Yeah. Some of the more verbal supporters as well can be at J- Johnsonville. Yeah, up on that uh, yeah, bank, eh? get up on that hill and they get quite, quite verbal. Yeah. Dickheads. <laughs> yeah, oh, they used to be anyway. I don't know if they still are. No, yeah, generalising them. But Ezra, I know we've talked about it before. Ezra had a good run in one year. Yeah. Being the Brotherhood. Only two times I've seen this guy that, like go close to having to wanting to fight. There was once, and then someone was at Batani Indoor. Batani <laughs> Indoor Cricket. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've been there, yes. I've been there. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this about it. There's a fire burning in there always. <laughs> and if you stoke it, yeah. watch out. Yeah. So otherwise, you'll be grinding his gears. Looking forward to a pie, though. That'd be good on the sideline. Hey, no? Javel. Yeah. Yeah. Because a bakery provides their pies, eh, mm. or something. No, they're a good pie. Like, yeah. you, you pumped up these pies last time, and then we had one, you bought me one. And I was like, yeah. Oh, wow, really? You didn't appreciate that. Thanks. Oh. It's like All a right. soup and a pie. I remember that. <sighs> kiosk this Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, kiosk yeah. this Saturday. Nice. Demons, um, yeah, so a bit Sweet. of local news. Uh, some Bernards play up a heart at 2 30. Out at St. Bernard's in the first of the grading games. So, um, 50, 50 points on that one. Up oh, ahead, actually, looking pretty slick. Oh. So, hopefully, the Bernard's can back it up. But, um, you're reminded there about the timings, and he'll, he'll be here to run the car at the kiosk and then take off about one thirty. And, but the yeah, kiosk will be, will be in the busy day. Yeah. He would have so, been quite happy about the results during the week. He was pretty stoked with yesterday's result. I, I, I did notice in the club rugby write up, you didn't get mentioned though. Yeah, which is. Probably a good thing. <laughs> he's just doing his thing behind the scenes, but and they got huddle boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got a bit of a shout out. It's a Bernard's first fifteen, but um, the three huddle boys guys got the mention. Um, yeah, but that's all right. But um, yeah, go go SBC on Saturday. Get up the boys. The uh, the egg for Youngs back on Saturday too. Oh. Made a special request. God, it's good. Oh well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to eat this week. Might be uh, popping over there post uh, junior rugby on Saturday morning. Oh. Oh. Mm. And then you drop me a pie, John, spilling it off. Yep. Um, yep. Not one for fridge, a... though, because fridge is ungrateful. No, no fridge is ungrateful. Yep. Well, not that I'm not. I'm no, not no, you're ungrateful. You've been honest. Done now. Say thank you for the pie. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to go out to Gonads and get a pie, weren't you? Where? It's a good pie. Gonads in Tower. Is that a real place? <laughs> Gonads. Maybe you just forgotten a joke from. Don't worry, Fridge. Oh. Was it? Did I miss a joke? You've... Memory of a goldfish. You've ruined the pod, maybe even <laughs> on the night. <sighs> My bad. We'll discuss it afterwards. Now, but that's us. Thank you for listening in again. Uh, wishing all you uh, mothers a happy Mother's Day out there. All our members and players. And stuff like that. Have an awesome day. On Sunday, eh? Is it Sunday? Mother's Day Sunday, yeah. Yeah. You've seen all those drugs before. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Sunday. Love you, Mum. Awesome. Take it away.
It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.